Why, hello, and welcome to a very special end of 2022 edition of Five Songs or Less. Today I will be talking with all of, or most of, the majority of my co-hosts, talking about some of our favorite releases from the year 2022. When you hear this sound, you will know we are now talking to a different co-host. Thank you very much and enjoy. Welcome to a very special end of the year, end of 2022 edition of Five Songs or Less. Uh, This is not coming out on a special day. There is no bonus episode coming out. It was just coming out in place of a normal episode, if I get them done in time. Today, to start things off, I am joined by Nate and Cody, since they come on the podcast the most. And we're just going to talk about country today. Just country. <laughs> I'm curious. Um, Cody, do you have a nickname? Mm, Cooter. I mean, no, really? No, nobody calls me that, but. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's how you introduce yourself, though. That's how I. <laughs> it is how I introduce myself. <laughs> Name's Cody. Call me Cooter. <laughs> uh, one person. Thanks for interviewing One person today. kind of called me that. And I do like it. It's very funny. I like it, too. Yes. Yeah. But no, Cody once got a spray painted uh, hat at the state fair. Yeah, Cooter. Was it a cowboy hat? Air, no, like an airbrush, airbrush trucker cap that said Cooter. That's sick. What color was the word Cooter written in? Mm, All well, sorts of colors, I, wasn't I it? I think it was black, but you know, like with some like sparkles and stuff. Was it a black on black print with glitter? Mm, no, red bill, red bill, white hat, red netting in the back. Black airbrush. That is, I can't tell. Okay. That's beautiful. Yeah. Unbelievable. It, it was cool. probably like uh, appropriate at the time for me to be buying a trucker hat. It was probably what was that like the mid aughts or something? Yeah. Was that before? I don't know if you remember. This is how I date things before or after I moved to Santa Barbara. It was after. Was it after I came back? Was it when you came, after you came back? Okay, those are my dimple days. Dimple days, probably. Hmm. Danny's DDs. Yep, <laughs> my DDs. <laughs> um, I I actually. Oh, Cody, do you have any other nicknames? I, Does mom and dad call you a nickname? Um, I'll get a code every once in a while. Okay. Code, code breaker. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. People used to uh, call me Code Man, thanks to Step yeah. by Step. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Wasn't a fan of that one. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I could th- I could I could get a little abstract and call you Zach Morris because okay. of the Morris Code. And oh, Zach Morris. 
I like That's it. Pretty good. What about Zach Attack? No, I'm just getting too far off at this point. <laughs> uh, why are you asking me about nicknames? How about no, you, Nate? Curiosity. I don't really know you all that well. You know, Cody. Oh. Like we've uh, we spent we had one date. It went so yeah. well that Cody never asked me out again, <laughs> <laughs> which sucks. Um, not not I, true. I asked you on a very very uh oh yeah formal date to drive to bakersfield with me but oh do you know why re- cody g- got a rejection no <laughs> do you it was your own fault i asked you i said that yeah i'll drive to bakersfield with you but we have to listen to the um uh the live fucking uh oh no my brain is farting danny cut me out <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about fuck um the bakersfield sound is invented by or made famous by not Merle uh, Haggard, but um, Buck Owens. Buck Owens, yeah, we got you know that Buck Owens live at the uh, that New York, uh, yeah, Carnegie Hall. Carnegie, yeah. yeah. I told Cody that was this is falling fully flat, and it wasn't even a funny <laughs> joke to start with. <laughs> so let's uh, rewind. <laughs> I rejected Cody. I know. I would have. I would have said yes <laughs> to that, but where you, know. you just listen to that live album over and over and over for all twelve way, straight hours, all the way down. And up. all the way back. No, on the way back, we have to listen to um, Cake, a Cake album. Oh, to Ooh. yeah, to return to Sacramento. Yeah. Um, do you have any nicknames, Nate? Nate, Nate Dog. Yeah, Nate Dog is. People have said that to me. I, I find it fully unoriginal, kind of yeah. Code Manny like. I guess like how you feel about yeah, Code Man. Totally. Um, I have some friends in Vermont who call me Nasty, which I think is also a, maybe mm. a funny nickname because it's I don't know what the hell they're thinking. Uh, I had some name people called me some not nice names in high school that were pretty funny, but sure. I won't be repeating them for Danny's sake. He doesn't need to be canceled. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Nate. It was the nineties. We were assholes. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. <clears throat> but that's, Man. you know, Nate is a nickname though. Cody does not stand for like Codiathan or something like that. Cody. <laughs> Cobadiah. Cobadiah. <laughs> Shit. I like it. Danny um, has a nickname that he give, gave himself, and apparently he goes throughout Sacramento and tags it on shit. And I caught a picture of it the other day. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's did true. you see yeah. that, Cody? Yeah, what did it say? It said Danny Turd. And I don't oh, understand. Right. Big DT over Big here. DT. <laughs> I don't understand why. I don't, I don't get it, Danny. Explain. <laughs> you know, I'm. Uh, it's legit to shit, so I just like. <laughs> it's legit to shit, so I talk about it. <sighs> All right, well, <laughs> that's enough of that. That's enough of that. Uh, Cody, happy birthday. I'm sorry. Oh, thanks. For the first time since we've met in 1997 or something like that, I did not say happy birthday to you on your birthday. It's okay. I, I feel bad about it. When so. is your birthday, Cody? Uh, it was yesterday. Oh, fuck. Cody. Happy birthday. Thanks. Thanks, guys. For the first time since I met you in 2022, I did not say <laughs> happy birthday on your birthday. Uh, God, that, one, that one's got to sting more. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I know. First the I'm rejection. Put it in my phone. Then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, Cody. It's okay. It didn't, it didn't, it wasn't a big deal. How yeah. old did you turn, if you don't mind? Man, so I feel, I... I don't feel like I literally make a joke about doxing every time I'm on this podcast. Yeah. But to that you question, Nate, I have to say, don't dox me. <laughs> I'm going to guess then. You turned 37. No. Oh, I tur- shit. I turned bleep this, Danny. I turned. Oh, for real? Yeah. Who's the old? Danny, are you? 
Mm-hmm. Yes. So you're oldest in this room. Mm-hmm. Shit. We're like a little trio of cuties. Did you graduate in 2001? Yeah, but I was also a delayed year. I did kindergarten twice. Oh, okay. I so, failed kindergarten. Oh, you would have been in 2000. Yeah, I could have. Um, many people my age graduated in 2000, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was also the first person in my grade to drive a car, and I had a truck. That's which cool. Which was cool. What yeah. kind of truck was it? Um, will you bleep this out? I don't want to get doxxed. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm> just, <laughs> that was a cheap shot at the birthday boy. Because you were the originator of coal rolling? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And not only do I not want to get doxxed, I don't want the uh, the FBI. No. <laughs> I drove a Ford Ranger, a little red Ford Ranger. Ah, oh, that rules. Yeah. 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 I got That's made cool. fun of for driving it, though. The boys thought it was a, quote, girl truck, which is insulting. What? Wow. A Ford Ranger, a girl truck? What? Hmm. Yeah. That's weird. Things were weird up there in Washington. <laughs> you know, well, I mud bogged in it twice, and I couldn't get out because my tire popped both times, actually. Whoa. So maybe there was something about it. Dang. That sounds pretty intense. It was, it was stupid. Continuing I don't, on. Are you joking? <laughs> no, that actually happened. Yeah. Wow. Mud bog, quote unquote. Not in any competitive sense, just, you know, when the boys are out in their lifted trucks, like I showed up in my uh, standard set for <laughs> Ranger <laughs> and decided to enter into the field, if you will. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's four wheels, four wheel drive. All four wheels no, move when I drive. All four wheels move, man. And this is Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, Cody, happy birthday. Thanks. Welcome welcome to your 30s. Thanks. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so fucking, it's 2022. Um, it's almost 2023, I should say. And I want to talk about new music. What did you guys listen to this year? Well, it's not new anymore. If we look, it's if not it's new from 2022. anymore. I know. I'm not good at doing this podcast, okay? Uh, What, Danny? Don't take it that way. Sorry. You're lovely. This was the first year I made a point to keep track of new stuff that I listened to. Ever? Everything I listened to that was new, that came out this year, Mm -hmm. that I liked, I put in a playlist called 2022. Oh, So it made this a lot easier. Hell yeah. Um, Though it was also funny because listening back to that playlist, there were stuff I did not remember at all. So I must've only yeah. listened to it once, put it on the playlist and then forgotten about it. D- did you, did you go through the play? So you went through the playlist and you were like, what the fuck is this? Or why did I put this in there? That kind of thing. Uh, not necessarily why, because once I played it, I was like, Oh damn, this is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I just didn't remember. It must not have made a huge impression on me or maybe, it came out the same time as something else that I listened to more. I don't know. I should do that again next year. I did that a few years ago, but it was at a time where making playlists at Apple Music like meant when you search for the music outside of your playlist, like it wouldn't show up anymore. And st- I don't know. It was real fucking oh, weird. weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's just the way my account used to be set up, but yeah, maybe I'll try that again next year because yeah, it was cool. Actually, it's a good I'm, idea. I'm annoyed with the playlist setup of Apple in that, like, I'll put a song on a playlist and I'll have the album downloaded or not downloaded, but saved. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go through my album shit gets a little unwieldy sometimes. So I'll go through and like unsave albums and then it just mm-hmm. like erases the shit from the playlist. It's annoying. It, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. 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 I don't save, save albums or anything. You don't save albums? Oh, Mm-mm. man. You don't How download do you, like, albums on your phone? Mm mm. Damn, your brain must be wild because, like, I literally will cruise through my al- saved albums and be like, oh, fuck yeah, I want to listen to that. 
I don't Same. think about it in my head, you know? I, I just get mad that I forget about things. Like, it took me, like, 15 minutes a couple weeks ago to, to remember what Planes was. I was like, it's the, the one girl that's in Waxahachie. What is it? And I look up Waxahachie, and it's not linked on Apple Music, you know, on, like, similar artists or anything. Oh, weird. Took me forever. Is it called Waxahachie? I don't know. Waxahachie? No. I don't even like that group, actually, or that artist or whatever you would call Waxahachie. Ooh, wow. those are fun words. Cody, yeah. don't leave the podcast, Let's please. go back to 2020 <laughs> and talk about my number one album of 2020. Yeah. You know what? St. Cloud by Waxahachie. My, my least favorite album can be your favorite album and we can still be good friends. That's that's what you call um, crossing the uh, crossing the aisle. Re- reaching, <laughs> reaching across, across, reaching the, across the aisle. I mean, we're still friends with Danny, even though he hated Haley Witters. So. Yeah. I did not hate Haley Witters. I actually was on the phone with her yesterday and mentioned Caitlin how... Caitlin Butts more. Yeah, that's, that's fine. I shouldn't have had both of them so close to each other because all I could do is be like, this isn't as good as Caitlin Butts. Yeah. What are these guys talking about? Yeah. I mean, dude. Yeah. Sorry, Cody, you're on talking about your 2022 year. No, that was it. I was just saying I actually paid attention this year. Yeah. I think that's a good a good idea to do that. I'm going to do that next year. Nate, I expect you to do the same. I will not. (laughs) (laughs) So we picked... Five favorite. I I specifically didn't pick one thing that I like a lot this year because when Amanda is on the podcast, I know she's going to talk about it. So I picked five of my favorite albums that came out this year. I put them in a specific order of how much I like them. Can we can we talk about um, things we didn't? Uh, not specifically things we didn't pick, but I'm similarly. We will. Okay. Uh, I'd, I'd say we save our honorable mentions and things for the end. Well, no, I'm just saying I just I just want to make it clear from the beginning that mm-hmm. this top five is a legit top five. But there's plenty of things I could have picked, but I didn't pick because I thought Nate might pick or because we've talked about at length on the podcast already. Mm. Dude, I agree. I don't think my top five is a legit top five in that sense, because I did not include, for example, Caitlin Butts or Haley Witters because oh, we okay. talked about them at length. Oh. Not that you couldn't, Cody, if you did. Yeah, I, no, I, I appreciate that. But same story over here. Sorry, <laughs> Danny, we're going out of order. But yeah, I also did not That's take okay. Caitlin Butts or Haley Witters. But if you want to know how much Neither I love I. them, you can listen to that Haley Witters episode. Yeah. You um, didn't pick it because you hate her, though. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I do I not. Do not. I'm going to vote that Nate goes first since he's the youngest little baby boy. Oh, that's here. so nice of you. Yeah. I'm so I kept trying to I kept trying to get a little bit of information out of Danny as to how he wanted me to prepare and since his messages were mixed, I just didn't prepare at all. So. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. I like it. But I did pick five things for us to listen to and I'm wondering okay, just how would you random? like me to do <laughs> do you want me to are we doing five in a row or are we doing a round no, robin? No, no, no. We're going to go round robin. Okay, so I'm going to pick my number five. You're going to pick the first one on the five. list here. And then what are yes. we going to do about it? We're going to talk about <laughs> it. You can play a video or or some sound from it. It's, do you have a watch together? I do. I sent you an email. Oh, here it is. Danny, uh, bleep. <laughs> Don't want to dox you. Yeah, thank you. All right, so the first, uh, the first I picked... Um, Oh gosh, it's Zach Bryan. I talked to you about this dude in a in a text chain at one point. Zach um, Bryan. 
Zach Bryan. This guy. He did an out. He did. <laughs> All right. So Zach Bryan is an an Okie, an Oklahoman. You mm-hmm. know, like Caitlin Butts, like like Garth Brooks, like Gwen oh. Stefani. <laughs> um, importantly, <laughs> now married to Blake Shelton, who's from Oklahoma as well. And the uh, OC, this, the O and OC stands for Oklahoma. <laughs> that's right. That's right. No, no doubt. No doubt it does. <laughs> I get it. I don't know. Like, I, so I was, I texted y'all, I was listening to this um, triple album called American Heartbreak. Wow. Did you, do you recall this? Yeah, I you do. sent me a link and I didn't even listen to it because it was three albums long. <laughs> it's fucking three albums long. And so here's what I like. Well, first of all, I think it's good. I don't, I actually just got the record, the vinyl in the mail. Wow. Last weekend, it took that long for the shit to like get here. Oh, shit. Um, and it's, well, I'll, well, they had I, to send like six records probably. <laughs> well, it's three records, oh, but okay. I listened to it one at a time. So I spent a lot of this last weekend just listening to the first one, which is, does the song I picked to show to y'all is not on that first one. But, um, Shannon always mentions like some fucking indie rock band whenever she hears this dude, when I put him on in the car or something, he's great for a long drive. Cause the album is just unending, <laughs> but I want, I guess I want to point out. So this dude is a YouTube hit. He like Whoa. got his, he like uploaded shit like to Bieber? YouTube. Yeah, which I find very funny. He's he's a, a Generation Z. I think he's born in. Give me one second. I have him up here. Nineteen ninety six. Is that Gen Z, or is that Millennial? That's Gen Z. That's right on the right on the cutoff. I think. So he is to Gen Z what we are to Gen X. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Young guy. Anyways, he's actually only two of my artists are older than me, which is I love that about this list for me. Hmm. Um. But I think um. He was <laughs> uploading shit to YouTube while he was in the military. And got got had a had a success like a viral video, mm-hmm. and then got a dishonorable discharge so that he could go on or a dishonorable sorry sorry Zach Bryan you're not listening to this an honorable discharge so he could go on tour, and then oh. got he he signed to Warner. Would have been more punk if he got a dishonorable discharge. Yeah, I agree with you. The military thing, like I here's my deal. Fuck the military. I don't have any problems with people who serve, um, including <laughs> Zach Bryan. For sure, whatever, for sure. dude. The, their choice is their choice, and oftentimes it's a shitty one. Um, <laughs> that said, he signs to Warner and his debut album, Tell Me How You Even Do This, is a fucking triple album. Dang. Wow. Yeah, how yeah. do you do that? I don't understand it, to be honest. And it's kind of a hit, right? I mean, I get it suggested to me all the time. <laughs> yeah, it, it. so like I was reading up on the album itself. I didn't, I don't follow this sort of shit, but like um, it debuted at number five on the Billboard 200. Not a country chart, but the wow. Billboard 200. Damn. I'm pretty impressed with it. I don't know how that happened. Um, anyhow. Do, do you think more people find their music on the internet these days than the radio? <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. They do. dude. <laughs> and oftentimes it's on YouTube. I've like, I've, I think YouTube is used for music, mo- listening to music more than like Apple pod. Yeah, Apple is for sure. So he was a YouTube sensation and got himself a tour. Anyways. Um, American heartbreak. It's a triple album. I love it. It's shown up on some of those lists that we've been kicking around where Haley Witters mm-hmm. is just dominating sort of the, the non-country best of country people Caitlin list. Butts nowhere yeah. to be found. Butts is just disrespected everywhere. And I do not fucking get it. Like Shh. that, that little EP, that song blood. Yeah. Holy real shit. good. Real good. Next year is her year. Next, next year's year. Next year better be. Do you think she'll put a full length out next year? I don't know. I hope I'm so. I'm just making a prediction. Well, How do she's, I, she's got an episode guaranteed if she does. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, Danny. Like, I think she is definitely one of my faves. All right. I'm going to put this into the to the watch together. OK. Already. 
Yep. The song I chose, like, there's a lot of cool songs on here. Obviously, there are a lot of fucking songs on here, like 39 of them or something. First um, one, I picked 45 minutes. We're gonna listen to all of it. Do you do you know? Sorry, if this is an annoying question. Do you know if he writes most of his songs or is he? Uh... I can answer that really quickly. I think the answer is yes. Okay. Um, I don't know if I don't, if he's not writing them. I don't know how he's paying for all these songs. Yeah. Um, let me see really quickly here. I think if you put out a triple album, you're you're definitely writing your own songs. Yeah, he's like for this song. This song is called "Poems" and "Closing Time," and I I know "Closing Time" is like kind of a cheese ass shit. Closing time in our for our generation, but whatever. He re, he rewrote he rewrote it in a way that I can dig. And here it goes, y'all. a little bit sadder than some of the other stuff he has a lot of upbeat shit sorry i thought you might you guys are emos right <laughs> what's with this walk he's doing on the album cover don't, i would like i don't want to talk about it but like it's a big step i think he's a big monty python fan yeah i think so he's pretty funny on twitter too by the way which is surprising Got a little cute little solo here for Cody. A little harmonica in the background. Yeah. It's a ditty. <laughs> Ooh, slappy. It's got some working class, like, fucking vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty springsteen-y. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that how you would describe it? I like which that. Which is <clears throat> cool. Earning some points for Cody, for sure. What, so what is the indie rock band that, that Shannon compares him to? I can't fucking remember. Is anything coming to mind for you? Decemberus? Yes, I think that's it. I don't oh, listen okay. to that band. I never really listened to that band. I was going to say Gaslight Anthem since they sound Ew. just like Springsteen. Don't be offensive, Cody. F those guys. Yeah. I don't, I don't know anything about those guys. <laughs> I take it back. Do you, wait, don't you like them a lot, Danny? No, I don't. I don't um, like them at all. Are you gaslighting me? <laughs> no Nate you do like them is that how that works fuck um, I don't know oh I gotta write this down what's this song called uh, poems in closing time okay it's short I'm trying to keep it nice and tight I like that One last call for alcohol. How's the rest of that song go? Um, uh, who's that by? <laughs> Finish your whiskeys and beers. Yeah, there you go. Is that Chumba Wumba you're referencing? <laughs> no, not yet. No, not yet. All right. Well, well, boys. A good song. There's my number one pick. Oops, I restarted it. Sorry. Yep, I dig it for sure. So uh, as as uh, album as a whole, fucking. 45 track album how how is it does it hold up all the way through not all the way through i think a lot of it's really good but he does some stupid shit it doesn't need to be as long he's got like you are my sunshine on there which oh, i think is come a, on, man i think it's pretty stupid but. are there any sketches 
<laughs> you mean like a comedy sketch yeah, where he brings yeah, yeah. Adam Sandler yeah. on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the secret though. I wasn't going to tell you. <laughs> like when it. like when Speaker Box The Love Below came out and I was like, mm-hmm. "Whoa, this has like 40 tracks and like half of them are just are goof sketches." Sketches. Yeah. Uh no. But um I mean, yeah, I think most of the stuff is good, but I will say like it could be a genre thing like this, like a lot of that's like after like when we're driving down to Long Beach and I put this on, like I'm not listening to the whole thing through. Like it's it gets mm-hmm. a little bit like, oh shit, man, this is way too long. Mm-hmm. Um but it's good. Yeah, I'd be interested to hear like a condensed version of that of like the best of that yeah. album. All right. But I'll work on that for you. All right. You know my choices are always top notch. That's um, true. Never, I never miss. For sure. sure. For sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving uh, on. I Cody. Use my time. Cody, as as the next oldest, why don't you go next? Um, okay. My number five pick. This was obviously very difficult. Mm-hmm. The four and five were harder than the top three because it's like some things you just like know right away and then yeah. you've, you've got to weed through all the other stuff. So um, my t- number five is an album... Uh, a self-titled album by a band called Teddy and the Rough Riders. Ooh. Uh, okay. This record was produced by Margot Price, if you're familiar mm-hmm. with her. Um, and it's got this kind of cool, laid-back, stony, like, I don't know, I feel like it sounds like a bunch of like people like staying in a cabin and smoking weed and writing songs and like jamming. Like maybe this is what the Grateful Dead sound like. I don't know. Hmm. You've never listened to the Grateful Dead? Not really. No. Yeah, me neither. Okay. Me neither. Um, <clears throat> don't make us a list. So I'll go ahead and hit play. David Paul, if you're listening, make us a list. No. Hey, Richard. What is a, the Rough Rider is, this is a Teddy Roosevelt through and through shit here, no? Yeah, I guess so. Quiet, yeah. Watch together is. I turned mine up like all the way. It's because of FaceTime. It's about to kick into the chorus, which is I like the lyric uh, video. Is just the lyrics written on a piece mm-hmm. of paper. Yeah, <clears throat> it's tight. It's pretty great. Buddy Holly with his pants down. I'm digging this quite a bit, actually. Yeah. Who's Richard? I think it's literally little Richard, maybe? Oh. The good book's the Bible? (laughs) I think so. Damn. I think so. This, because of that line, and because of so many mentioning people by name... Uh, Danny, this song kind of sounds like a knock knock song to me. Oh, I totally. Feel, I feel like Throw the Good Book at Me is yeah. almost as good, like, comes right out of a, the Alan Maxwell songbook. It's like, uh, Baby, Do You Need Some Help Taking Off Your Bible Belt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Luke Schneider. It's a, I like that it has the credits right on the video. Luke Schneider plays plays Steel, and he is rad. He plays on a lot of records that I like, and he also plays that has like an ambient Steel guitar record that's really good. Yeah, that shit was fun, man. Yeah. It sounds very um, Sacramento. Yeah, yeah. It feels like very casual, mm-hmm. uh, which I I like a lot. Um, the whole record, yeah, it's pretty solid. That's probably my fave. That's the first one I had heard. That song, Living in the Woods. No, wait, Living in the Woods is not that song. That was Hey Richard. Yeah. Living in the Woods is also another good song from the album, though. Hmm. Hell yeah. yeah All right, Danny. Great. All right. Uh, here's my first one. So this, Danny brings out a nine-minute metal song. I do have one of those. <laughs> yes. Um, but it is not this one. This is uh, the technically solo project of Keith Latinen. Latinen. Sorry, Keith, I forgot how to pronounce your last name, uh, even though you told me. Uh, the singer of Empire, Empire, I Was a Lonely Estate uh, came out with a solo album under the moniker Mount Oriander. Mm-hmm. And the song isn't very long, but the titles are. The album is called Then the Lightness Leaves and I Became Heavy Again. Mm-hmm. The song is called We Should Get Out of Here Before Something Goes Terribly Wrong. I like it. Yeah, it's ominous. And this is featuring. for clouds I believe hmm. takes a long time to scroll yeah. so featuring mountains for clouds <clears throat> this has a feel to it yeah. It's my favorite thing he's done since the quote unquote demise of Empire Empire. Uh, and it's cool because, like, not every song, but almost every song has a feature on it. So it's like featuring you know, Mountains for Clouds, featuring uh, Warren Franklin and these other, like, emo revival people. And I really dig it. And I like this one a lot because it has a cool synth line. and I haven't bought this yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's the, what, what is the decision tree that gets you to this point where you buy the record? Is it just you're broke? Um, other things have come out that I remember remembered to buy first. Ah, uh, word, okay. Yeah. Um, you- yeah, and I kind of wanted to hear it first before I bought it. Um... And yeah, because when it, when like Empire Empire was around, that was always an instant buy. 
Mm-hmm. Like it would pop up and I go, shit, I gotta pre-order this. But I don't do that so much anymore. How many of uh, this question is for both of you? How many of your top five records have you actually purchased? Two. So we, I got three. Nice. I got two as well, which I'm a little bit embarrassed by. But if you expand that to my top seventeen, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> then I it's a, fifteen. I bought a lot more, but mm. a couple of these are just one sold out ones from Canada and cost a lot to get here. I did attempt to buy my number three pick, but when it was in my cart, it told me it wasn't available anymore. That happened to me when I was trying to see a band called Botch. Mm -hmm. Fucked up, you know. They uh, announced another show. Yeah, well, I'm boycotting any tour that they may do. You don't want to fly to Seattle to see them? I fucking hate that town. <laughs> oh, no, their second show is in Tacoma, though, so that's cool. That's uh, oh, damn. That's actually where they're from. So. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> this is this is rad, Danny. Yeah. That, that synth line is good. It's very cool. This is, this is a very... I don't know. I, it's a very Danny song. Yeah. But that's not and that's not a judgment on you or the song. <laughs> uh, I ag- <laughs> I agree with that. It sounds like something I would like. Yeah. So yeah, that's Mount Oriander. Nate number four. All right. I got a. I'm gonna go with a song from the new, very new, by the way, SZA album that I mentioned offhand Ooh, while recording oh, nice. to you. Um, pretty good. Also pretty long. Um, apparently I like long albums this year. All right. Are you all ready? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I still am requesting a playlist of SZA and Amanda will join us as well. Don't you say that? No, but I'm saying that for her. <laughs> okay. Because uh, she would like this for sure. SZA does this thing like um, she plays with her voice. I think it's like probably an R&B thing. I just don't feel like schooled enough sometimes to talk about this style of music. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when we were talking about like Caitlin Butts and stuff, I like a country musician, musician or anybody who like really just has a voice that they can fuck with and play with and do funny harmonies, short harmonies, short, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. She's, uh, she's got her voice under control. Like that. Sick. This came, uh, SZA song was on a TikTok I watched recently, and uh, I enjoyed that as well. Dude, so this album, um, let me pull it up here, I want to take a look at it. Um, it's called SOS, it was released two weeks ago or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Phoebe Bridgers is featured on it, mm-hmm. on a track, which is kind of wild. It's not the best, I didn't like the song a huge amount, but it's fine. Um, but it's got some... 
It's got some sad boy emo shit, I think, on there. If you wanna, if you wanna tune in, I'd like to hear this song very loud on a yeah on a good stereo with the subwoofer. Yeah, or maybe I should this... say it out. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, it's called Conceited. The song we're listening to. Oh yes. Maybe Cody on the stereo <laughs> that's only a few feet from you right now. Yeah, should I put it on while we're recording? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. It's different than her previous album for sure, but mm-hmm. it's uh, it's real. I don't know. I'm stoked that she came back with one. There was a period of time when uh, it wasn't clear that she was going to do another album, so mm-hmm. stuck that that went down. I, I like that video because it looks like it's it was uh, made on a broken Game Boy Advance. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, <laughs> specifically broken. Yeah, yeah, like where the lines are starting to kind of like totally. show up on the screen. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. That was great. Uh, Cody, what's next? Next for me is uh, my number four pick. The album Please Don't Take Me Back from Martha. Oh. Mm. That is an album that I did not listen to nearly enough. I kind of just, I listened to it a couple times when it first came out. I ordered it. Mm -hmm. I stupidly imported it. From using Rough Trade, uh-huh. and it finally shipped, but I still haven't got it. Oh, um, so I've been listening. To, you know, I finally started listening to it again mm-hmm. on my phone, um, and it's great. It's kind of a return to form. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple songs that sound like something off of um, Cording Strong, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just I'm killing time trying to decide which video I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to pick, I guess I'll do this one, the song this from the the title track, I guess is what it's called from okay. the album, Please Don't Take Me Back. Nate, is this a band that you're familiar with? Uh, Martha. Martha? Yeah. I mean, not well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Nirvana reference for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Um. This is the kind of reprise version that they play at the end of the album, but it, the video goes into the real version in oh, okay. just a second here. I like uh, this aesthetic. This is sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When the video first came out, <clears throat> I was concerned. I thought that they had lost a member. Yeah. But he just couldn't be in the video, so they had somebody else come in, which is funny. Mm-hmm. It's not, not really necessary, but... <laughs> What if I would have pegged this band as a metal band just by their name, but that's surprising <laughs> me. Martha sounds like a doom band. Or <laughs> <laughs> this song, I mean, this whole album, Martha in general has great lyrics, but yeah. I like in this song the chorus where it's like, take me back to the old days. No, don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a sick New Balance, No Borders. Yeah, Nate, Incredible. you would, you would probably be pretty into them, uh, politics-wise. Yeah. If it's not weird to just like a band because of their, whatever. And also, there's a band called On Sind. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should listen to. That's just two of the guys. Um, that's really, really great. Yeah, they're like 
the most friendly, pleasing to listen to anarchist punks in the world. Yeah. What are they called? Onsend? Yeah. It stands for One Night Stand in North Dakota. Yep. How do you spell it? O-N-S-I-N-D. Okay, got it. Uh, the, the songs you got to check out is uh, God Hates Facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Pokemon City Limits is a good one as well. Yeah. That's a propaganda reference. I think that, isn't that what Propaganda called that album? Potemkin City Limits. Yeah, yeah, it's a reference. And then is that other song just called Never Trust a Tory? Uh, Something like that? I believe it's, yeah, that's what it's called. Um, but anyways, that song came out like, or that album came out 10 years ago. This one is a new one. It's great. Um, so much fun. Ooh, that yeah, like that was uh, ended right when somebody's phone went off. Somebody was, got a ding. I thought it was part of the song. Um, there's also the song flag burner is, mm-hmm. uh, probably one of the ones that sounds the most like old, uh, not old, but like, you know, early Martha. Yeah. 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 Um, also great yeah. lyrics, whatever. So I need to spend more time uh, with it. Cause I love that yeah. band so fucking much. Yeah. Their last, their last album was really, really good, but, um, for whatever reason, I just didn't like it as much as those first two. Yeah. And then this, this one is kind of back up mm-hmm. with those first two. Yep. I feel kind of the same, but that song was pretty great. Yeah. So my next song is a long one. So we're not going to listen to the whole song. Oh, it is 10 minutes long, but it's by the band elder, uh, elder youth. Uh, no elder youth. Uh, never mind. No. Let me pull this up here and I'll start playing it because it's a long one. Beholdtheelder.com. That's dope. Is that really their website? (laughs) Yeah. This is a heavy psychedelic progressive rock band. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sick. Do they, are they, that album cover, does it use like the collegiate font? Is is that a collegiate font? I feel like they're trying to rip off Elder Youth. They they might be. Yeah, that's the right font that's on there. Not not that we ever use that font, but I always <laughs> wanted to use that font. They're ripping off somehow they ideas. know that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this is a band that I I love to listen to when I just want to hear people fucking shred on the guitar. Oh, dope. And. Around two minutes in, a little bit after that, I'll, I'll stop it. But there are some very cool synths. In their last two or three albums, they've gotten very into synthesizer. And I fucking love it so much. Yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah. I want them to come to Sacramento so we can play with them. Or... Or maybe not, but you'll still or go maybe to the not. Show or I will definitely go. <laughs> okay, don't get your hopes yeah, up. I bet yeah, you this isn't going to be Paul Bear all over again. Can you talk to us about the cover? Like, what in the hell? What is that? It, it looks like a a globe or a sphere of some sort, and it's been like, uh, how would you? What would you call that cut? Like, 
Uh, a quarter? A, a quarter has been cut out of it. Yeah, yeah. and it's got a whole he- uh, half of a hemisphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's proof that there is a fiery hell mm-hmm. inside of the. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they always have some fun artwork. Here comes the synth. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Very like '70s sounding. Yeah, it's like Carpenter. Yeah. Um, ooh, fucking wailing. There are vocals eventually. Um, how many songs are on this album? I think five. Um, okay. Let me check. So is there an etching on the sixth side? or <laughs> Probably. Probably. Uh, yeah, five songs. Cool. It's 54 minutes. Well, yeah, one of my favorite bands to fucking zone out to. Yeah, I would like to zone out to this. I'm trying to hear the vocals. Where are they from? Uh, kind of all over the place. Um, I think they're originally from like Boston or East Coast somewhere. Okay. But the they're Amer- American. Yeah, the singer lives in Germany now, though. Yeah, okay. As he should. <laughs> yeah, with with synth like that, you better yeah. have a connection. <laughs> He's got a um, a solo project that uh, the name is escaping me but uh, Cody you'd probably be into it it's very like soundtrack like cool Um, let me see if I can find it really quick I don't remember his name there he is Delving D-E-L-V-I-N-G Oh Like When you're Going down into A haunted mine Del- delving, delving Too deep Yep uh, Ooh I wonder what this title means I think it's German Let's see Nate what's that say I just texted you Oh, it's a it's a Brunin is a fountain. Hirsch is mis- is escaping me right now. Uh-huh. Hirsch burning. That's the album title. Oh yeah, Hirsch is like um, it's like a a reindeer. Oh, so like a reindeer fountain. Oh, see, and that oh. totally goes with the uh, album cover. That rules. You should text me that, or I guess I can look it up. Oh, you never mind. I texted both of you. Anyway, uh, that's what this sounds like, and it rolls. I'm into it. Yep. Nate, number three. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready. Fully ready. <laughs> mm-hmm. As I scan my brain for what I listened to this year. <laughs> um, I picked one that I thought, I don't know, you know, like, I, I think it's a fun thing to talk about. So... I am a fan of a record label uh, out of DC, founded in the late uh, early '80s, called Discord. Never heard. Do you know this label? Never heard of it. Mm, no. Is it? Do they put out disco? <laughs> it's a disco uh, label. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Wait, so you have heard of them, Cody. Okay, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, like, uh, the label's, you know, this. It's been active forever, and they put an album out this year that I... I liked it a lot, actually, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on our top our top list here. That's that's the point. Yeah, why not? So, um, Ian Mackay's brother Alec Mackay, mm-hmm. you know this guy? Mm-hmm. Um, he famous he disco along dancer. with right <laughs> famous disco dancer. He along with some other sort of like uh, long suffering uh, punk kids from that area. I think uh, Mary Timoney is the bassist on this band, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, from like wild flag and some other shit and a person from makeup mark cisneros plays guitar and a member of ted leo's pharmacist plays the drums yes and the band is called hammered holes i'm gonna put through here it's uh nothing they're not reinventing any wheels but they do a really damn good job at what they uh have always been doing i think is what i would say for a discord song is it playing for you yes it, it is okay, Alec Mackay is the one singing. Okay. I listen to this shit a lot, actually. I own it on record. I, oh, really? I, I fucking dig it. It sounds very 80s. Yeah. Especially when the vocals came in. I really dig the guitar. He's just yelling. Yeah. He's just aggressively yelling, yeah. which is sick. It's also so it's produced by by Ian McKay and it was filmed. It was filmed. It was filmed. <laughs> um, it was fucking recorded at that uh, that studio that they did almost everything in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's no longer o- open. Inner ear. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's one of the last things recorded there. I think. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, this is tight. Yeah. Did he? Uh, well, never mind. I don't want. I don't want to speak out of school, but I'm wondering if um, Mark Cisneros started slash joined this band after the makeup um, sort of that dude in the makeup got canceled. Mm-hmm. That other guy from Nations of, Nation of Releases. Yeah. I think. Hasn't Hammered Hulls been around for a while? I don't know. Like, they recorded in 2019 in EP. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. That was just 2019. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe five years. Maybe they were... Sometimes, like, especially these older guys in the scene, like, they'll do shit for years before they actually record something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, uh seen some hammered holes before yeah, I bet but you always, have it's always at a, a karaoke party after <laughs> Thanksgiving <laughs> sorry Nate you don't get it but leave that in Danny I will for... I will I'm glad you were able to do that without uh, saying their the person's first name because I was about to Mm-hmm. This rules. Yeah, it it surprised me. Like, I don't really follow the label's new stuff mm-hmm. that often. Yeah, you know? it, every once in a while, 
I'll check it out and just see what, what they've been putting out that's not reissues. Uh, they had a band Medications that came out quite a few years ago mm. that was real fucking good. This is great because I did listen to a snippet of this and was like, eh, it's fine. Like a long, like I think when it came out. Right. So now I'm glad I'm hearing the whole thing. The hammered whole thing. Yeah. The whole hammered, hammered hole. Yes. Yeah. Hey, they said the name of the band in the song. Oh, cool. I intentionally picked it for that reason. I wanted to make sure you uh, <laughs> knew the name. Uh, that was pretty sick. Good job. <clears throat> yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cody, number three. All right. Down to the last three. All three of these were at one point number one, and it was kind of <laughs> just a matter of reordering them. And uh, yeah, so. Uh, my number three is the, the album Peculiar Missouri by William Carlyle. Whoa. Um, he is from Arkansas, I believe. Not Missouri? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think I compared this song in particular. Kind of sounds like a Bright Eyes song. Whoa. He rules. Um, this song makes me want to be a better person. Oh, this, here we go. Sorry, I should have started it. There we go. This is like some kind of live thing. Live. Yeah, he doesn't have like a video. Live for the cows. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the opener to the record, though. Oh, dude, he's yes. <laughs> Tapping those toes. He's got a microphone on him, too. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. It's a one-man band. <clears throat> oh, didn't we listen to this in your car? Yeah, I made you listen okay. to it. I like that he's just, like, walking around his farm holding onto his banjo. <laughs> yeah, this is, um, I think this particular video is probably... Uh, there's a couple different YouTube channels that kind of capture like this like indie country stuff. One's called Western AF. Mm-hmm. One's called Gems on VHS, and they all are these like really well professionally shot videos that sound really good mm-hmm. and kind of have like a good ambiance going on. Mm. Check them out. Mm. Um, I like the sentiment of this song, even though it's, I mean, he kind of talks about it at the beginning, he's like, you know, basically says like, if you want to talk about peace and love, like, it's really hard to actually love everybody, and, but like, that's what you got to do if you're going to be a peace and love kind of person. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's nice. I do remember liking this when we listened in your car. Yeah. And it does sound very bright eyes. Yeah. Oh, There's really? 
Hmm. Just kind of the way well, he's, it, he, some of the affectations of his voice and his cadence and stuff, so kind of just is Connor Oberst-esque. Specifically, it sounds like the I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning album. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it sounds like any other Bright Eyes album. Um, yeah, because it's not even just the music, it's the way he sings. Like, yeah, you can even hear of, that on Lifted or Fevers and Mirrors. Or the, yeah, the sort of uh, vibrato mm-hmm. intensity. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's another song called I Won't Be Afraid. That's another one of my faves on the album. And, uh, ooh, this great. Yeah. Sorry, I feel like I gotta take up <laughs> talk, but I guess we're just listening to the song. That's okay. It's a dope style. Is there something in your background, Danny, or is there a cow being murdered in the video? <laughs> the sound. Oh, oh I hear it. it's your family. That's my children. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. I just heard a sound and I was like, wait, what's going on in the barn? <laughs> Cody's it is this Willie Carlisle like is this do you think he spends a lot of time touring like what's his day-to-day like how much is music like what he's able to do I think he's a big big tour he's like a road dog guy okay um he was like a poetry like he has like a poetry he's like I got a master's in poetry He's also really into like traditional square dancing. He's a very like interesting, weird dude. He's kind of has like an old soul and a, like with like a leftist outlook. It's it's nice. Yeah, I, I dig it. Thanks for that. Yeah. OK, my next pick. Do they have like a video or anything? No. You mean you didn't? You mean you didn't create a spreadsheet with <laughs> your all your picks and two options for videos for each pick? No, I did not. Um, Dang. Unless, do I pick a different song? I'm gonna pick a different song that has a video because I've oh, never damn, watched it. I mean, same band, just different song. This is an audible. Is that what they call it? And, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so this is the record that I attempted to buy. But then it said it was sold out. All right. This band has a, a really bad name. They're called Pool Kids. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Not a bad name. Not a bad name? I, obje- I object. I object. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good... That's It's fine. Uh, they're a really fucking sick band, though. So uh, yeah. we're going to listen to some of this. This is my number three. The song's called That's Physics, Baby. Oh. Man, I'm excited. I don't know what to expect with that kind of name and that kind of song title. Yeah.
What if they had spelled it with an F? Then what would you have thought, Ooh. Cody? This is like seventh. This is fifth wave emo, right? <laughs> At least seventh wave. S- fifth, sixth, or seventh. I'm not sure what we're on anymore. We're in the we're in the fifth, I think. Yeah. Revival was fourth. No, it's gotta be sixth. I don't know, man. Look at these uh, goonies. They are goonies. Yeah. This actually reminds me of an episode of Northern Exposure. (laughs) (laughs) Someday I gotta watch that show. You got those baggy pants. 90s are back, man. Look at that computer. Look at that post-it note. (laughs) The 90s are back, but like... What I'm always upset about is they're not like my 90s, which is like <laughs> Arizona jeans from the JCPenney catalog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Big, my mom wouldn't let me wear baggy jeans. My nephew uh, is 16, and he, on his Christmas list, he asked for something called, um, I, uh, I think the brand is, I think they're called Polar Big Boys, and they're basically Jankos. Whoa. But they're like a skate brand, and they're like expensive. Dang, uh, pretty great. So, I really like this band because they're like mathy, but they're not super showy about it. Yeah, like they'll do a pretty sick math riff, but then it'll be you know like this where it's just chords. And the vocals are great. Uh, are these people in the video the, the band members? People? Yes. It's yeah. a nice home. Yeah, it is. So, like, this is all filmed in the state of Washington, I think. No. Oh, I've... it looks like it. Is that where they're from? I don't know. Danny, Danny, do your research. Oh, I don't have time to do these kind of things. Pool kids. All I have time to do is listen to their album. Try to buy it and then get denied. <laughs> they don't um, have a Wikipedia? No, they're not big enough for a Dang. Wikipedia. They're from Florida. Oh. Tallahassee. What? Ah. Can I buy it on here? Oh, no, it's just sold out. Buy it live. Oh, I can buy it on their bank camp. Oh, shit. Please select. What should I get? Oh, I gotta get the one that's limited to fifty. I'm buying it right now so that you can't get it. No, oh, <laughs> me, me too. I've got all my credit card. You don't, information. Cody. If you check your email, you don't need a credit card. Uh, huh? One thousand dollar Bandcamp credit? Holy shit! Oh, I'm not even logged in the Bandcamp. Jesus. Oh, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy the last one. Did you send me Bandcamp money? Bandcamp bucks? I did. For your birthday. Thanks, Danny. Um, Why are they... Why is an album... Why is it $28? I don't care. Damn it. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. My cutoff is $40 for a single LP. If anything is over $40, I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. That's my cutoff at the bar. 
Complete purchase. Live purchase on the podcast. Dang. Everyone, a little bit of applause. Cool kids. Thanks a lot. Cody's looking pretty concerned over there. Something's going Sorry. on in his house. I got a weird email that I'm trying to figure out what it's what it's from. Uh oh. I got a I got an invoice, <laughs> a PayPal invoice for something that I don't remember buying. So I'm kind of wondering oh, what the deal weird. is. But it's cool. It's cool, man. Challenge that shit. Yeah. It's like a in ground swimming pool <laughs> that you're gonna have installed. Yeah. Seven hundred thousand dollars or something. <laughs> That'd be cool. Uh, that was rad, Danny. Pool kids seem pretty cool. They are. They're really cool because they're in the pool. Yeah. You know? That makes sense. They're from Florida there. They have a song called $5 Subtweet. Yep. Remember when I made a joke about subtweeting I, last I week? I do remember that. See, the kids are still into subtweeting. <laughs> they were a few years ago anyway. Okay. Wait, it went out of fashion? Oh, I don't know. I just feel like I hadn't heard anybody say it in a long <laughs> I time. I mean, tweeting generally, I guess. Kids aren't necessarily tweeting. But... Yeah. Um, right. Nate, number four, my dude. Okay. Number two, number two, number two. Yeah, that's right. Wait, all right. Zach gonna... Bryan, SZA, Hammered Holes. I know, but we're counting down to one, right? Oh yeah, I know how. I know things. Number two. Oh, I mean you two. You two are. I clarified that my this isn't my real top five. This is uh Oh, this is random. Okay, then. As you were number four. Number whatever. <laughs> whatever. This is number 17. This is just cool <laughs> shit that I want to talk about that we didn't talk about on the pod. Um, cool. I'm going to I'm gonna make you all listen to a Maren Morris song. Sweet. Um, so Maren Morris is uh, somebody I met when listening to The High Women. I don't know. Where did you where did you first hear of her? Same. And then I went to listen to some of her solo stuff, and I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> Not even close. Same. Um, but she put out uh, an album this year that uh, is called Humble Quest. And I like it, y'all. She's cool. She was part of that controversy that was cool. It's like... (laughs) Her trajectory was straight pop, and then she was like, fuck it, I'm going to do a country album, and I I dig on that shit. It's as if, like, Taylor had done Red, and then 1989 was just, like, her on a banjo. Yeah. <laughs> Although this is hella pop, I'll, I'll admit it. But it's pop country. Yeah. <clears throat> She's cool. She's got a cool vibe on this. I don't know much about her previous stuff except that I wasn't really into it. And the aesthetic also in that last album she did was kind of strange, mm. but this one's sick. This also has a very 90s look to it. This could yeah. be a continuation <clears throat> of that Pool Kids movie yeah. I just watched. Except she's in Tallahassee. Oh yeah, that computer, right. Cannot find your dignity. <laughs> Hello? 
Whoa. Dude, I love that car. Or that color. It's good. So this is from her latest album, right? The one that yeah. came out this year? Okay. Humble Quest is the opener to the album. I have to give it a spin. I gotta say, like, when there's a really, when there's really poppy country, it makes the steel guitar that much sweeter. When it She did not take an acting class before this video <laughs> was filmed. <laughs> that car also rules. Yeah. It's a little bit of a... What kind of, how do you describe that color of gold? Little poop gold? Yeah, it's like that dingy yeah. gold. Real worn in. That was great. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a good album. I think uh, we were talking about it in, what was it, an Emmy nominated album or something? And mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, yeah, she deserves some, some shout outs for it. It was good. Hmm. It's not as good as Caitlin Butts, though. Of Daniels, course not. You know. Not even close. Of course not. <laughs> no. No. Also, also, for example, Miranda Lambert shouts, she, her album's better too. But. Well, sure. What's Cody? We're up to your number two. Number two. All right. Number two for me is the album Blending by the band High Viz. Oh. Uh, this is a band from England. Uh, when they first popped up on my radar, somebody said they were a mix between the Stone Roses and Hardcore. Hmm. Uh, and that sounds tight, and it is tight. Should I play the music video that'll give you a better idea of what they sound like, or should I play the live video that shows you how sick they are live? I would like to see a live video. Yeah. Okay. Um... This is the song Trauma Bonds, which I think is the one I had sent to you. I recommended to you, Danny. I think you listened to yeah, it. Yeah, I listened to it, and we listened to it in your car for a bit as well. That's right. This is, this is we're listening to all the stuff I already <laughs> made you listen to. Um, damn it. The plane's going to be next. Mm, who knows? <laughs> all right. Hopefully it starts. Nope. All right, I got to skip ahead to the song I want. Okay. We could just watch the whole set. <laughs> it's only a half hour. It's like it's, it's two like of... three of Danny's <laughs> songs. Yeah. All right, here we go. Oh, yeah. It's great because... As an American, I can't understand anything he's saying, which is like a good sign that they're like true working class. (laughs) 
good 80s guitar tone. Oh, yeah. That sounds like Echo and the Bunny Men or something. Yeah. Sounds like something that disco label would have put out. Definitely. It definitely, it reminds me the most of Embrace, actually. Yeah. Hmm. Um, both in sound and th- thematics. It's There's a lot of simil- similarities. Mm-hmm. Good. I love that you can hear the accent in the song. Yeah. yeah. I'm a sucker for, I mean, as with Martha, any kind of like British band where you can hear mm-hmm. the accent mm-hmm. come through. I used to hate that when I was in oh, like dude. junior high. That's weird. Yeah. You were, you were, uh, Sounds Z- like you were like a xenophobe <laughs> or something. Yeah. Like that. I, I was a teenage fe- xenophobe. Yeah, only, That's the name of your. Only to uh, Brits though. I'd Except you liked Morrissey a lot for some reason, <laughs> <laughs> because he was you related to his xenophobia. Yes, yes. This is uh, I was complaining about Oasis to my sister. It's like the only only bands I like that uh, have British accents are, are Rancid and <laughs> <laughs> Green Day. <laughs> yes. There's other live videos that have. That it's like looks like a like East Coast hardcore show with everybody like piling yeah, up yeah. and crowd killing and stuff, which is funny because the songs don't always sound that mm-hmm. way. Um, uh, Cody, do you know the band Military Gun? I think I just looked that band up. I think you'd like them. I don't remember. I don't remember what they sound like, but. They sound like a cross between this and Turnstile. Sick. Uh, I was trying to listen to them the other day, and I was like, I don't know if this one's for me, but I bet Cody would like it. Nice. And I don't mean that in a mean way. It came out kind of mean. It's okay. We we know you have bad It's true. I don't like Haley Witters at all. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. The, the guitar player, or is it the bass player? I think it's a guitar player. Every video I've watched, he's he has a different like black metal shirt on. Oh, cool. What is he wearing today? Let's see it. All I see is black metal font. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't Do want to guess. I'll probably just guess some fashion yeah. band or something. Do you think he's satisfied with the sound of his music? What? Um, I think he likes to shred. Yeah, but he's standing up there saying, like, man, I wish we were playing fucking black metal right now. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, take that jacket. (laughs) I love that. Check out the shirt he's wearing underneath. It's a cranberry shirt, no? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And a couple gold chains. Do you have a gold chain? No, you don't. Okay. I don't. But I'm thinking of getting one. (laughs) You've been kicking it around in your mind. Uh Uh-huh. But, like, wearing it outside of my collar. Like (laughs) Like a tie? And hangs down. Kind of. 
a bolo. Well, I could all yeah I, I've got a little bit of a bolo tie collection. Ooh. Just never opportunity to wear it. Because you haven't you, know, you haven't you, gone to Vegas to see Miranda Lambert. I know. <laughs> yeah, that does suck. I know. Let's just watch the rest of the set. It's only fifteen <laughs> okay. more minutes. Um, just that kidding. song was good, but this. This beginning part is the thing. I think the first song I heard, and it does sound almost exactly like a Stone Roses oh, song. Yeah. Like, not yeah. a particular Stone Roses song, but like it could be a Stone Roses song. Um, anyways. Oh, we can almost read the shirt. I don't okay. know what it says. It starts with an M, folks. Tell us every and metal band that starts And it's with not, M. it's definitely not Mayhem. Yeah. More letters. All right. All right. Me, give me that number two. Number two. I think we're just going to have to do audio. They don't have a video for it. And I've already played the video for the other song on the podcast before, but not with you two. Huh. Anyway, this came out at the beginning of the year and it was a band I, I was kind of, I knew about, they had a couple EPs out and I had seen some live footage and I really liked it. And then uh, the full length album came out. And so I listened to the first couple singles and I was like, fuck, man, this rules. It, it takes me back to like 2001. And like pre 9-11 or post 9-11 uh, on 9-11. It takes me back to 9-11 in the morning. Damn. This is the opening track. Uh, the band is called Anxious. Oh, and the song is called Your One Way Street, everybody. Is this like third wave revival? Second wave revival. What are we reviving? Emo pop? Emo pop. Punk? Sure, this is emo pop punk revival. I really dig the cover of this album. It looks like it could be a children's picture book. They, they, they released a version uh, that is a children's picture book that comes with a 7-inch. Oh, dope. Wow. Oh, wow. On the head. Yep. The screaming is dope, too. Yeah. Man, they wrote this album and they... <laughs> that's so sick. I mean, it's just like a single or something like that. Like, it's not the full album, but... Yeah. Oh, okay. This sounds like something that would have been on that comp, Danny. Which comp was that? Well, the one that had, the, like, Rocking Horse The one we got at the Save the Day it? concert. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Not second nature. Hold on, let me go back to this concert. It sounds like like a grade. You know that band? Yes, yes. Grade may have been on this compilation. (laughs) It's a Victory (laughs) Records comp. No, no, but it's like Victory Records offcasts. I want to say it was like. There was a bunch of equal vision bands on it yeah, too. I just like, I don't know. It's so awesome to think. Like, how old are these? They're uh, like twenty. Like they're really. They young. listen to, fuck. Like their dad's fucking under the radar LP was pulled out. They listen to it and they're yeah, like, let's start yeah. a band. They're like that's fucking rad. They could have been born on. <laughs> they might have. They may have <laughs> been. Yeah. 
Fuck. Oh, this better be worth it once I find this fucking CD. It's a very formative CD. I remember. Undecided Records. Undecided Records in a Xerox sleeve, yeah, yeah. right? We've got bands like As the Sun Sets, Eiffel, Glass Eater, Breaking Pangea, Jejun. Uh, that Glass Eater song was so yeah, good. The only good Glass Eater song. The Jazz June, Silent Majority, Keepsake. Oh, Incadel, such a good fucking compilation. Yes. Let's do the best of 2001 next. Okay, okay. Technically, that came out in 2002. Oh. Anyway, I listened to this album a whole fucking lot, especially at the beginning of the year. But it just feels so nostalgic and rad. Uh, and there's, of course, one acoustic song on there that I kind of feel like skipping <laughs> most of the time. But I fucking love it. Highly recommended. Anxious. Little Green House? Little, is that the name of the album? Yes, Little Green House is the name of the album. Um, so that's my number two. All right, Nate, what's your number five? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is his number six. Um, I like this album. This is, um, I like, y'all, have, y'all, your picks are super dope. I'm just like tossing out the charts here. We're going to listen to for, uh, some music from this uh, Beyonce album. Hell yeah. Honorable mention. Renaissance. I mean, sh- she doesn't uh, release music all that often, so it's about time to see all about it. I like I f- this is such a fucking dancer, mm-hmm. and it's so sexy. I don't think I've seen this video yet. Her outfit, I guess it's only from the neck up, reminds me of Cammy from Street Super Street Fighter 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not this song in particular, but there's other songs on this album that uh, just put me in like a RuPaul's Drag Race kind of mindset. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Because she was like aping that kind of uh, runway style or whatever. What's that called? Mm -hmm. Walk off kind of thing. I considered buying this the other day, but it's like $45. And it's kind of a lot of money. Yeah, but it's not a single disc. It's like three Is or it? something, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, I, my sister bought it for me for my birthday. Oh, cool. Yeah. I haven't opened it yet, actually. Mm. I'm doing a day. I'm pulling a day. Yeah. I only listen to it on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was at Barnes & Noble uh, the other day, flipping through their records. They had... Um, Fucking same trailer, different park. I almost bought it, but it was $35. Well, that's still under your $40 that's limit. Much. Yeah, but it's one of the best albums it is really, there I ever was. Damn, the credits on this record are incredible. Mm-hmm. Or this song Sheila E on percussion, Raphael Sadiq on bass. Uh, Nile Rogers on guitar. Oh, yeah. Imagine, imagine if you wanted to make an album and you had unlimited cash. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you're like, who's the best at this thing? Yeah. Um, 
trying to find the cast of this record or this video because some of them looks some of them look familiar. I also like that this album just feels like one long track, kind of. Like there's not mm-hmm. a lot of break in between the songs. I listened to it the first time, I think the night it came out, we were driving down to Long mm-hmm. Beach and uh, I was on like, I was passing the grapevine and Shannon was snoring and sleeping and I had this thing on relatively yeah, yeah, loud yeah. actually. And just the thumping pace, you're right, it felt like for the whole time I was like driving yeah, faster. Yeah, yeah. Sort of like, like, it was pretty sick. Cody, your number uh, one. My number one. Hard, hard choice, mm-hmm. but my number one is the album "Everywhere I Used to Be" by Mariel Buckley. Mm. Mm. You sent us that. I probably did. I tend to send you guys everything I <laughs> <laughs> I like. That's what we do, yes. right? It um, is. I'm sure. I'm sure you sent me "Anxious" at some point. Didn't I may you? have I listened to it once. I may have. Uh, Meryl Buckley's from Canada. She's kind of country. I mean, she's pretty country, but also, oh, do I want to play that video or the other video? Um, she's got this cool like synth stuff kind of happening underneath mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, we'll watch this one. Um, this whole record is just like so good. And we got Mariel Buckley hating this town, and we got Marin Morris or Marin Morris running circles around this town. Yeah. You did send me this, and I fucking really like it, but it is so sad. Yeah, the whole record's pretty sad. You can really kind of put together a picture that she's trying to create of this. Uh, I don't know. A woman that lives in small town Alberta, mm-hmm. Canada. <laughs> oh, look at all those keys! Yeah. Do you own this? Uh, oh, this record isn't released yet. It's pre-order now. Uh, it's expensive. No, yeah. Well, it sold out, and so now the pre-order. I've been meaning to pre-order it, but like you said, it's expensive because it's from Canada. Yeah. The center of the record, though, like I'm looking at it right now, and it has like you know those like circles that you put in the viewer, and then you click it, and the circle runs, and you see another picture inside the viewer from like when you were a kid. Oh, uh, Viewmaster. I, I think so. Yeah, it's like a dope. It's a really cool design on that record. Viewmaster must be it. <clears throat> yeah, this song, this song is great. I put this on a couple times and it didn't click with me. I think uh, I think I'm doing it. I'm doing it wrong. 
the video is well this is a live version but um, yeah the other song I was gonna play is called neon blue it does have an official video it's probably the most upbeat song on the record mm-hmm. it's real good still a little sad but it's like a classic country like remember when I was happy with you kind of a song mm-hmm. yeah I do remember that the time you and I were happy before I rejected you. <laughs> oh, there's a there's a mullet if I've ever seen one. Before. Yeah, that bass player has got some a real rager in the back. <laughs> And like bangs in the front. I hate this town. This was called. Yeah. Oh, hate this town. I hate this okay. town. Yeah. You're a musician, like this is you're a musician. Your front person is singing, God damn it, I hate myself, and you're just like continuing to play, and you're not like, uh, maybe I should uh, talk. Maybe I should. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that's the thing about this record is it sounds painful, and it's like, mm-hmm. I'm always impressed with musicians <clears throat> that can write something that seems so personal and then go on and like tour behind that record and play that song in front of people. Yeah. I don't know. Man. Uh yeah, I, that one was actually a pretty easy choice though, yeah. being my number my number one record. Um, like I said, top three, any of them could have been number one, but I feel really good and solid yeah. about that record being my number one. Yeah. It's a solid record. It's good. My number one is another record I've already talked about pretty extensively on this podcast, but. It's not Taylor Swift. Nate, eat a chip. Oh, yeah. What are my chips? (laughs) Uh, Cody's favorite band. Oh, come on. (laughs) Coheed and Cambria. I feel like we could have guessed this if we had really thought about it. Yep. Vaxxas 2, A Window of the Waking Mind. The best fucking record they've put out since their third record. Um, is this video like is this the official video no this is just official audio and like okay. it kind of moves a little bit they don't have a video for this song yeah those those dreadlocks are swinging yeah which is cool it's like space wind <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly so they're pro gun huh <laughs> they're you don't think Muriel Buckley they're pro sci-fi gun yes <laughs> I guarantee I played more pro gun people than <laughs> than you want tonight. But I'm pretty sure Beyonce is probably pro gun. I would imagine. Yeah. A lot of people are. Yeah, this is good. Oh, 
It sounds like Coheed and Cumbria, and I haven't listened to them since they put out that album in uh, 2000. Yeah, yeah. 2002. Like, what's the trajectory of it? Like, they're operatic. They have, like, like what's the trajectory of this band? They just leaned more into their prog, like, influences. Okay. They just kind of fell off for me a little bit. Like, they got too <clears throat> poppy um, in a bad way. But I've gone, I've since gone back and listened to more, and I, I can definitely find like three to four songs on the albums I didn't pay attention to that I like. Um, Where's Dante stand on those albums? Same as me. Okay. We're pretty equal in our our Coheed fandom. Have you seen them live? Yes, uh, Cody's seen them live too. Uh, five times, I think. Cody, you've seen this band live five times. <laughs> it feel it feels like it. <laughs> you've seen them twice. They p- played with other bands a lot. That I mean, yeah. We saw Juliana Theory two days in a row, and Coheed opened both days. I can't believe Coheed opened for Juliana Theory. No. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. That's not, I don't remember that. I remember Coheed seeing them with like Blood Brothers and Me Without You. Yes, we went to that as well. Uh, remember when Juliana Theory played at the Colonial Theater? Oh, Colonial. Okay. And then yeah. we saw him at Slim's the next day. Or maybe you didn't Damn, go. I have seen this. I have seen this band a lot. You've seen him three times. I've seen him. I've seen five them. times because you didn't go to that Zayo show. No. In San Francisco. But I saw him when Ventura. Was, mm-hmm. Yeah. Where do if you see them today, Danny? Where do you stand? Are you like right up front, or are you in the back? Oh, I don't go out front for anything anymore. Um, if, what if I was? What if my band played a show? <laughs> if your band played a show, I would be up front because I'd be the only one there. A prison there? <laughs> no, I was going to say, if you're in the back, I don't know who I'm singing to. <laughs> uh, no, if I went and saw this band, which I, I definitely would go see them uh, again, I'd, I'd find a, a good seat where I could see well and sit down. I do love like the identity they've built here, like that that image in the back, the little floaty outer space shit, mm-hmm. um, fits that song really well. That song's dope. I like that. But I don't. They did. They could have had that image for a lot of their music previously, and they just hadn't really gotten there. It seems like. Yeah. Really rounded themselves out. They, this story. So they're on their second storyline now, uh, and this one I feel like is flushed out a little bit better. Um. Excuse me. <laughs> they're they're. <laughs> They're a science fiction emo prog band, and they have okay. comic books. Would you like me to grab some of the comic books? They're right over there somewhere. Are you for real? I did not know any of this shit. Dang. Yeah. Do they have action figures? Yes, they do. Sweet. They have masks. Like, see, I don't know what images you see on Watch Together, but if you can see pictures of guys standing with guns and masks, they sell those masks. Oh, yeah. yeah. The gutter. Uh. Yeah. The official villi- vi- Gun, oh my god, two million views. They get they they're popular. No? They're a pretty popular band. They played um, at the Greek Theater not that long ago, but I did not go. Hmm. But I love that album. It's fucking great. I understand why people don't like them. Why? Why? Because the singer's voice is the singer's voice, and some of the songs are a bit long. Like I, the, the my favorite song on the record, I couldn't play because it was like six or seven minutes. But yeah, I don't know. Some people just don't like that kind of thing. And 
Cody, how did you stop feel up tweet? Stop subtweeting me, Danny. <laughs> how did you feel about that song versus the other Coheed song I made you listen to on this podcast? Um, it was. Uh, it reminded me. It sounds like to me like a Coheed song from two thousand three. You're just stealing, so stealing what for, Nate said for better or worse. Yeah. This uh, the album's great. Listen to it, everybody. Now, except for Cody. <laughs> Or maybe especially Cody. Got to get your priorities straight, man. Um, let's go with some honorable mentions, Cody. Should I just list them? Yeah. Uh, Tyler Child, uh, Tyler Childers. Can I take my hounds to heaven? Mm-hmm. Uh, the local honeys, self-titled. The local honeys. Orville Peck Bronco was great. I just didn't really want to talk about that one because I feel like everybody already kind of knows and loves him if they're going to know and love him. Uh, guy by the name of Jake Xerxes Fussell, Good and Green Again is his album. A really beautiful guitar folk, uh, traditional folk songs. Um, I just heard uh, this album white trash revelry by adeem the artist uh, oh, yeah. i know that that's very yeah good. uh it's it's real good i might have made you know been higher up if i had more time with it mm-hmm. uh of course raised by Haley witters palomino by miranda lambert i liked big time from angel olsen kind of had a country mm, feel yeah. to it um the plains record i walked with you a ways uh both the Kate and caitlin butt Caitlin Butts releases this year. Her Butts releases uh, were good. Is that uh, a fart joke? And then uh, finally, uh, a fellow by the name of Caleb Cottle. Um, he has a record called Forsythia, which is a type of flower, for, for, Forsythia. And there's a song on that record called Forsythia that is amazing. And I almost put it on my top five just for that one song, but I realized it wasn't really based on the album, just the song. But that mm. song rules. And the rest of the album's great too. But so that's my top 17. <laughs> Damn. So good. Uh, Nate, you want to shout anybody out? Yeah, I mean, the shit that we've already talked about a little bit. Caitlin Butts, Haley Witters, mm-hmm. Miranda Lambert. Luke Combs did an album this year that uh, <laughs> won big at the Country Music Awards yeah, and I yeah. do think is quite great. Um, I dug on that Plains album. Some I don't know. Actually, I did not make a list. I'm just taking the things that Cody said that I liked <laughs> and saying them out loud again. Yeah. That's cool. Um, definitely Caitlin Butts for me now that I know who that is. Um, I've listened to that record quite a few times already uh midnight's taylor swift is real fucking great uh nate i'm surprised you didn't say carly ray jepsen just came to mind carly ray jepsen put an album out it's her least it's not it's my least favorite carly ray album i don't know okay i mean as is midnight's my least favorite taylor album Hmm. it we'll talk about it another time Mid- but they're both great. Yeah. Midnight's is great. Um, Chrome Ghost put out an album a few months ago called House of Falling Ash. Uh, that is really fucking good. Um, the Beyonce record, uh, the Plains record is also very good as well. And those are everything I could think of from 2022, everybody. Yeah. What a year. What are your, what are your predictions for 2023, Danny? Um, I would like a full-length Caitlin Butts record. I think 
were, what is that? I don't know how to pronounce the band name, Hiratois or something like that. It's this post-black metal, atmospheric, black gaze band that Dante and I like. They're going to put out a new record. I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to hope for a new Propagandy album. That's what I'm going to hope for. Ooh, Fingers crossed. Yeah. Interesting. I have one prediction for 2023 I'd like to shout out on the pod, and it's that the Shania Twain album is going to be really bad, Ooh. just terrible. Uh-oh. I actually, I actually kind of agree with that, but I also think that because Haley Witters is going on tour with Shania, I, I predict that at this time next year, mm-hmm. a new... Haley Witter's record will be announced. It's going to be on a major label and we'll have like one or two singles out by now. Wow. Yeah. Okay. okay. One of them's going to be called Danny Turd. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> it's an outhouse themed. So <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Thanks for doing this, fellas. This was fun. Yeah. Thanks for. Yeah. This is always. This is like. Anybody who loves musics and like loves musics, loves music <laughs> and likes to talk about it, it's like dream to like get to do their top five yeah, on yeah. a thing that no one's gonna listen exactly. to, but that's okay because we still got to do it. I'll listen to it. There's a lot of listening going on. I usually listen to each episode four or five times. <laughs> that's where those numbers are coming from. <laughs> I agree. It was fun. Um, it's not a thing that I've ever done, actually, so I appreciate the opportunity. Usually, I just at the end of the year, I say, like, my favorite album was Smashing Pumpkins and then move on. <laughs> <laughs> just melancholy every single year. Something like that. I think, like, actually, the last time I did, like, a social media, like, here was my favorite album. It was uh, that uh, Under Construction album by Missy Elliott, which uh, I fucking loved. I, re- I just discovered it that year, it like two <laughs> years ago. I was like, fuck yeah, this is the best. Uh, <laughs> there, there was a lot of re- there were a lot of records that I listened to for the first time this year that are actually just from like 2021 or 2020. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, I wish I would have. But um, nothing from 2006 or something like that. I don't think so. Got that covered. You ever yeah. hear? Never mind. I'm, I'm full of bad jokes. So I'll let you finish this up. <laughs> uh, I, I have one more question. Um, uh, I didn't go to very many, but favorite concert you went to this year. Cody, go. Oh, uh, the, the, I mean, shit. Uh, um, come back to me. Okay, Pass. Nate, go. <laughs> I didn't go to that. Man. No, none of us went to. I that think many, I went to I'm three. Sure. No, four. I did that. You went. Did, did you a, fucking jet oh, five. set all over the West Coast. That's right, because I did Miranda in Vegas and and Carly Rae in Seattle. That, that Haley Witters at the Independent though is my is my favorite show uh, this year and probably of like the like for a long time. It was just yeah. it was dope. But, okay, now that now that Nate said that my favorite was Haley Witters in Bakersfield, I just didn't want him to feel bad because that wasn't <laughs> the one I went to with him. But he named the one he didn't go to with me. So I, he, I didn't mean to be mean about it. He I didn't just, even invite you to the Independent one. I know. What a jerk. Rude. Why didn't I? Where was our relationship at that point? hadn't really we hadn't related (laughs) yeah uh mine was nico case and uh, grass it was fucking sick oh yeah i saw waxahachie at that same yeah and that was also really great nate was there booing the whole time (laughs) (laughs) right up front just being a full on it like who's this white dude down here booing loudly (laughs) get the fuck out of here man hey if you want to do uh make nate 
listen to more Waxahachie, I'd, I'd be down for a playlist of that. <clears throat> the problem with that is it would just be that album because I, yeah. for some reason, refuse to listen to the other <laughs> albums. Uh, all right. Thanks, dudes. All right. See you next time, everybody. Did we do record? Bye. Bye. <laughs> did we, I didn't hit record yet. Are, are we? Do we, do we record yet? <laughs> okay, let's count it down, Nate. Ready? Three, two, one. Record. I'll let the professional professional. Yeah, let the professionals handle things. <laughs> hey, everybody. Now, Amanda's here. Say hi. Hello. So, uh, such a millennial thing. What? Saying hi? <laughs> Not just like, yeah, that's the millennial pause. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're a millennial pause. Anyway, it's New Year's Day. Did you have a good New Year's Eve, Amanda? What did we do? <laughs> oh, we ate Carl's Jr. We yeah, ate Carl's good. Jr. It's good. We watched Glass Onion. Did we watch that last night? Yes. Oh Jesus. <laughs> um, that's right. We did. That yeah. was good. It was a good movie. It was. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it a lot. I can't wait for the next one. Yeah. It should be good. I really want to watch the original one again. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of other like whodunit, whodunit. mystery yeah. things. Let's watch. Let's watch Clue. Let's watch the first Knives Out. Let's watch. Last of Sheila. I gotta look and see if I can find where that is. Mm-hmm. Let's watch Murder by Death. Let's watch other things. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about today. Today, Amanda's here to tell us all about her favorite things, music-wise, mm-hmm. from 2022. I mean, favorite is a strong word. <laughs> what did you... Do you pick the song? Oh, yeah, I heard the song this year. I mean, I think it's... Uh... Maybe mo- mo- more uh, most listened to or, uh, you know, enjoy most, most. But favorite, I mean, I like so many things. Okay. It's too okay. hard. The things you listen to the most in 2022. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. I think that's kind of what Nate did as well. Yeah, because there's... It's just, otherwise, it, we would be here all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had to limit it to five. I did. I did. I I mean, I did have a six one. I erased it. We can we can do honorable mentions at the end. Okay. Okay. Did you put them in any particular order? No. Was I supposed to give you that playlist or? No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, but I thought I would start with my problematic one first. Oh, I know what it is. (laughs) I know what that is. All right, let's start with your problematic pick, Amanda. (laughs) Yeah. So. Of course, when this album came out, I didn't realize there was going to be, you know, sexual assault stuff uh, with the singer. So, um, but I will, I'm going to not necessarily talk about that, but uh, I will talk about why I really enjoyed this album and kind of just leave it at that. (laughs) I haven't really listened, I haven't listened to it since until just recently to go for this Mm -hmm. uh, talk about it on this podcast but um so uh, my uh first pick for album um that i listened to the most uh this year was we by arcade fire Mm -hmm. um and the reason this this album 
it's a bummer, but because this album was actually quite important to me when it first came out, it came out in May. And as you may recall, Danny, not the Lip Summers, <laughs> um, but I was, uh, it was like my sort of my last month and a half, I think, not sort of, it was my last month and a half working in the position I was in and um, which gave me a ton of stress and anxiety and I definitely don't look back on <laughs> look back <laughs> on it with, yes. with fondness by any means. That being said, I mean, I certainly ha- did learn a lot of things, but uh, when this album came out, I was... Um, it really helped me driving to work, trying to get into that mode of surviving, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just getting the fuck through it. So, uh, so yeah, I um, the song that spoke to me the most was Age of Anxiety. Yep, yep, that fits. I do remember you listening to this a lot. I listened yeah. to it a bit as well. And I bought the record for us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sitting. In I mean, my... I have the poster. Yeah, you in have the my poster office, in your office. Which I mean, I will swap out. You may, maybe swatch it out with that Bridgerton poster. We I know. Just did bought. you? I haven't opened it yet. It yet. I, if it's big enough, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll rock me some Bridgerton. It's sitting in my pile of uh, records that I'm probably gonna sell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the things that I just I this song was just really because it felt like. I mean, um, I think the themes are the case, too, with this album as well. Like, you know, the pandemic and everything. And uh, so, you know, it's like 2020, 2021. Um, and probably a little bit of 2022. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really know when they finish this shit up. But <laughs> at any rate, looking at it from the, you know, pandemic point of view. And then also just like, of course, you know, when you listen to something, you can't help but relate it to your own life yeah or i mean i guess that's uh maybe that's a generalization but for me anyway that is what i tend to do um or create stories or whatever Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so yeah for this this was like definitely something that i could look at in terms of where i worked because one of the struggles that i had was with the staff there and it was really difficult for me because I'm this is just not the type of person or leader that I am I'm much about teamwork and collaboration and I've never worked with a group that were so I don't want to say adverse to teamwork they thought they were a team but they were it was one of those situations where they all worked independently though Mm -hmm. not together um, and so although they got along with each other, they didn't necessarily work together. And so I was trying to, I guess, I was trying to kind of reframe that structure and, and make changes. Um, and uh, it really didn't start coming through until we started getting new people. And the new mm-hmm. people, I mean, they were great. They were very, like, open, not jaded Anyway, but um, so a lot of uh, the issues, too, where it's just like it felt like it was a lot of like I it was like a lot of personalization with this crew. Like there is all about that one person, that one individual. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I really liked about Age of Anxiety is because um, I think this works both ways. I mean, I, I'm not saying that I'm not um, completely um, free of this, too. Like I have this about myself as well. That's like part of anxiety is that, you know. 
thinking that somebody is talking about you and then um, so you're like two in your head. Um, I've never felt it to that extent until working where I worked. Mm -hmm. And uh, but anyway, but I think a lot, but a lot of the people I worked with there, too, it it was like this. It was um, the are you talking about me? And then I really liked that. Are you talking to me or about me? Am I talking to you or about you? It's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you. It's not about you. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, and that's like whispered. And I just love that <laughs> sequence at the end. So um, where it's, anyway, trying to feel something, trying to feel something in the age of, are you talking to me, blah, 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 age of anxiety stuff. But anyway, um, so I guess we can play that sequence, right? Yeah. Just was, there was a lot of comfort f- for me in this album that I found, because um, then it, it's like one of those things where you realize like, oh, you're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> as cheesy as that is, um, there was another line. This is a different song, and so in "We," the last song mm-hmm. of the album, there's a, a part. I already know I, I want to know we. Mm-hmm. And like Age of Anxiety, top song for me. Um, but that song really does also get to me, we, um, because I just feel like in this pandemic, that's like what it's been all about is just very much individualistic. Yeah. Um, and it's been difficult for me. Um, <clears throat> although I am an introvert, I do gravitate toward working with people and being yeah. around people and um and so and all the negativity that has come out and that has yeah it's definitely sprung about from there especially like obviously just um even on social media but then even in um my workplace i mean i it got to a point where i just stopped even being a- i stopped being active in social media mm-hmm. and the only thing i do would watch tiktoks <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing that got me through it yeah I just it it made me in a way feel hopeful that um, even for the people that I worked with at that job that that they're will get they will get out of that I yeah. and and move into we and so um, that was my my hope so anyway but yeah it was uh, this album meant a lot for me got me through that last month and a half I wish it had come out way sooner to a certain <laughs> degree um, I don't know it was a it was a tough time for me. Um, yeah, those, like, I remember. Almost two years. Hair falling out and everything. <laughs> all that stress. But also I really liked Unconditional One, uh, Lookout Kid. Mm-hmm. Since there was a lot of um, really good 
uh, lines in there. I mean, it was clear that the, he um, wrote this for his son, um, but just oh, about a parent yeah. and a, a kid, you know, that things will break, you make mistakes, you lose your friends again and again because nothing's ever perfect. No one's perfect. Let me say it again. No one's perfect. And like, ah, like, I don't, it's just the, anyway, it's just the, um, that feeling that you get, especially as like a parent and you're mm-hmm. trying to um, raise kind, accepting kids. And especially in this age of anxiety, you know, <laughs> it's like it just really meant a lot to, to me as a, a fan and a listener. So, yeah. so yes, I was devastated to find out um, that, you know, and whatever. I mean, it's there's. I don't know what's going on now in terms of um, the allegations and everything. But somebody else came forward uh, with a similar allegation. Is um, so there's been plenty of bands growing up in the pop punk world for me that I have to personally cancel. Like I don't listen to anymore. Is that maybe going to be the case for you and Arcade Fire? I'm, that I'm gonna. What do you just like not listen to them anymore? I don't know. I mean, not right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, like I said, this was the um, first time I listened to them since uh, finding out about those allegations. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's... I've Of course, like, I've... There are problematic things that I... I mean, I'm, I still love Harry Potter, you know? Mm-hmm. So sometimes I... It just... It's difficult because there are some... some times i feel like i just can't you know like it's just it's not right it doesn't sit well with me and i mm-hmm. have to like kind of i gotta give myself space from the art yeah even and and uh but but then like you know i can appreciate other things so i can come back around mm-hmm. um but there's yeah. so many problematic things out there in the world yeah, um there is uh, unfortunately i think the important thing to me is recognizing the problem mm-hmm. and and knowing that and but still being able to enjoy it enjoy what that because it, it that one thing that you're listening to or reading or um piece of art or whatever that you like mm-hmm. um but i don't begrudge anybody who cannot full stop has to cut that kind of stuff out of their lives you yeah. know yeah. um because i i understand i get it but um there are some things that I do allow some mm-hmm. leniency on when it comes to like music and things. So, but uh, for right now, it's not. Um, I'm I'm in my new job anyway, and yeah. I've actually I've done a lot of healing and growing, and I'm very happy in the position I'm in. I love the people I work with. They're they are they are a we. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so they're very much a we perspective and. Um, and I love being a part of that and helping nurture and grow that. That is what I uh, became a leader in a you know supervisory mm-hmm. role. That's what has really meant a lot to me professionally. So anyway, I was happy to like say goodbye, I suppose, for right now or press pause. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, again, these are allegations that are coming up. We'll see what happens. I mean, for from a woman's perspective, I... I definitely feel also for his wife, mm-hmm. um, and I can't even imagine like what like anguish and turmoil that is, and up turning their whole lives as as you know hers and their son. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, and of course, obviously for the the people who are making the allegations as well, mm-hmm. I definitely feel for them too. I mean, this is the problem is like, you know, when you read what he has said about it, it's it the, the thing about people like um, him and men, just <laughs> yeah, men, <yeah>. um, <laughs> is that. They don't really understand that there's a power dynamic there. Yeah, yeah. Um, because in their mind, it's like all innocent, but there is a power dynamic there, mm-hmm. and you took advantage of that. No matter what, I mean, yeah. you are. I mean, in so many ways. I mean, I could. Uh, I don't want to get. I mean, I could get. I could get real <laughs> saucy and uh, get into the, the the hot gossip at all, but yeah. um, and you know, throw my my judgment left and right, but. I don't know if this is the kind of podcast you want, but, you know, because, like, yeah, this, dude, you're, like, you were married. Yep. You know? I Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. Again, I don't know the situation. Potentially they were separated. I don't fucking know. But but still, like, there's that was a choice. And then that you are somebody, these, it sounds like, again, I don't know 100% that these were women who were fans Mm -hmm. of the music. Yeah. And... You use that. I mean, and if you can't recognize that, that's a problem. That's Mm -hmm. a problem. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, but we can. Now I'm feeling uncomfortable talking about it. But again, I will say in May when this album came out and I played it the first time I can even remember getting in the car, driving from Rancho to. uh, I don't want to give place away. With your place of work. <laughs> my place of work, which is like a, it was a 20, between 20 to 25 minute drive, depending on traffic. Um, listening to this album, I was, and then getting in my car to drive back and listening to it then too. It just, it really got me through yeah. um, that month and a half. I mean, it was what, it's one of my top albums that I listened to the most, mm-hmm. um, you know, based on that end of year wrap up thing or whatever. So, uh, and actually, all of these albums, these are my top five, like, mm-hmm. legitimately my top five albums. Oh, that were on to. your Apple Music yes, thingy? Yes, okay. that I to the most. Cool. And also that these are, um, I think most of these are the songs, too. Mm-hmm. So. What's next? Okay, so I'm going to now, that came out in May, now I'm going to, like, rewind to January. <laughs> um, to my uh, next most listened to album, which was... Drum roll, please. <laughs> Dawn FM by The Weeknd. And I, as you know, am a huge fan of The Weeknd. Mm-hmm. Um, I love his music. Uh, I love I love his albums. I love this um, sort of like fictional biography mm-hmm. that he creates in, um, in his albums. Uh, you know, I'm sure there's some truth to it yeah, but yeah, yeah. um but that yeah it's like it's very much storytelling and <laughs> you know me i'm mm-hmm. a sucker for the storytelling i mean this and i again we is very much a storytelling mm-hmm. album as well and so this that's um, one of the things that really drew me to the weekend because like i'd heard you know singles here and there but never like paid attention to what it was and then a few albums ago i can't remember which one it was uh, you got, you started listening to the albums, and I started realizing like, oh, this dude is like doing these concept albums, and I fucking love that shit. I eat up a concept album, 
So, yeah, I really, really, I barely listen to it on FM. I feel like I don't even remember you listening to it that much, so. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't oh. know. Um, I mean, well, let's keep in mind whenever I'm listening to music, you're in the office or it's when I'm driving to work. Yeah. yeah. And um, I don't know if you know this or not, but you're not what? in the car with me when I'm driving to Oh, work. really? <laughs> I feel like really you came around during after hours. Yeah. I think Starboy. Um, A bit on Starboy because you had brought me around on Daft Punk finally. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Sorry, folks. I just... Uh, what kind of tea are you drinking, Amanda? Earl Grey, baby. Mm-hmm. That's where it's at. So warm, so cozy. So, so Dawn FM. Dawn FM. It's a great album. There's a lot of great songs. The one that I chose, um, and I this is probably, I mean, I, I did no research, folks. Okay? <laughs> no research. This is just based on um, what uh, tickles my eardrum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Uh, uh, this song in particular uh, was definitely stuck out. Like the first time, the first listen, I was like, ooh, baby, Mama yeah. Back. Yeah, exactly. So, um, which is gasoline. Um, and we can, I can play a little bit. If you want to just um, play it and like the whole song. Okay. And we can kind of talk well. I just love all the synth he uses. And I guess like some of the things that I liked about, I like about this album too, Mm -hmm. I should say, is that, uh, you know, it's again in this, I I think of Dawn FM as like sort of, and I could be completely wrong folks, okay? Please don't come at me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I think of it as sort of this, um, I was gonna say like afterlife, but maybe it's like a purgatory. Mm-hmm. Um, and Don FM, it's like it's this is all like a radio station type thing, and this like in between. I don't know. There's just this like I just think of it as like a purgatory, or if it is the afterlife, it's like a reflection on your your life and the things that you you did. His the image is him older, old, yes. um, like old man, older, but. I think to some of the lyrics and themes in the songs, God, this is what kind of drew me to it. So, um, but anyway, to speak on the synths, yes, all about that synth life. So <laughs> synth sound, it up. They sound so so rad. And it, yeah, there's just this like very like old school sort of um, uh, like '80s feel to mm-hmm. to his music. Um, he just has a really great voice. And that's another thing too I really love about this song is that last part. Mm-hmm. The um like, this section right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's moving her fingers along with the music, folks. I just, um, I don't know. There's like this sort of, in a, in a weird way too, like a Alice in Wonderland feel for me. Hmm. This it's this is a very, uh, I mean, in my opinion, dark album. I mean, all of his, his albums are dark. dark. He's mean, a dark motherfucker. Yeah, uh, but like, I don't know. But it's also freeing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I, I'm, yeah, I'm, and I'm very eager to see like where uh, the weekend goes, like after this yeah. too. Um, so like in a way, this felt like a finale. So. I had heard something. I feel like we watched a YouTube video where he, they were talking about how he does things in threes. Mm. Um, and this is the the third. He's moved on. Well, that's what he's doing now. He's moved on to Avatar. Oh, don't even give me <laughs> I just I'm gonna just pretend that didn't happen. Although I I am trying to get Danny to watch oh. the first one with me God. because um it is because you love torturing me? I just, I love watching bad movies and laughing and joking and making fun of them as we watch them. So, which is what I legitimately did in the theaters. A packed mm-hmm. theater with my sister. There was a lot, she can attest, there was a lot of scoffing and <laughs> shaking of our heads, rolling of our eyes. There was one part that I burst out laughing like it was like a boisterous guffaw in a totally silent theater and my sister ended up joining me but mainly because she was laughing at me because of that because it was so silent people like turned to like look at us disrespectful (laughs) i was like how are people taking this fucking shit seriously it is awful i just i love it man oh just the all I can think is just so problematic. All of it. Just so problematic. Ugh. Well, you know what's not problematic, Amanda? Your next pick. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope. <laughs> it's Kanye. Oh, God. Oh, no. Um, yeah, it's like one of those things where it's that. That one, it's like an R.I.P. Kanye. Like, yeah. ugh, I, yeah. I don't know that I can... <laughs> Come back around on. Yeah, listen to his music, and, and it's just, I don't. I think that's going to be a long time. Okay, so that was in um, January. If mm-hmm. you might as well go now in a date order. Okay. Um, let's see what was the next thing that came out. Um, that would have that would be a special, special by Lizzo. So that was a very. That was such a such a good time. Good, July was a good month because my next pick came out in July. Mm-hmm. So this this album is just so many things. It's just Lizzo is a very special person yes, um, yes. to so many people. I'm sure I'm not alone. Um, I love her so much. I don't know. There's just so much goodness to say about mm-hmm. this woman. She is so multi talented and inspires so many uh and this so it was so exciting that this song came out because i i know so many people who are fans and everything were just like waiting yeah, you know yeah. waiting for it um because we only got that one little clip of it first on well i don't know if this is a song but that one little clip that came out on tiktok first and everyone's doing the fucking dance or whatever oh yeah before the album came out that's it, not that song but okay. uh, but i mean i the thing is though is i love I do love every song on this album. This album is definitely an album to be played in its entirety. It's not very long. I I love the uh, Coldplay reference, even though I'm not necessarily a Coldplay fan, but yeah, yeah. anymore. But I was, and so mm-hmm. I can. Uh, I just I appreciate. I appreciate. Um, you know her love of music because yeah. I remember watching something on YouTube, some interview or something that she did. Um, and they 
where they played a song and it was um oh my god that one group that everybody hates that's from canada <laughs> that avril lavigne dated the singer oh nickelback nickelback and i just loved her loving nickelback oh really and you know it's like i just think there is a lot of like gatekeeping and elitism and negativity and to just see somebody just like i can get down with this Mm -hmm. though and Mm -hmm. it's um it was just very refreshing now does that mean i went and listened to nickelback (laughs) oh hell no but again like i could i could live vicariously (laughs) in that moment you can appreciate her appreciation yes exactly so same thing with coldplay too like it's fucking fun and cool that she did mm-hmm. this song about Coldplay or whatever, but it doesn't mean I want to put on fucking XYZ or whatever that album's called. Yeah, and I don't even know what song, like what album she's like referencing because mm-hmm. I, I only listened to the first album mm-hmm. really of Coldplay, and um, and I'm not gonna lie, I still like that album. I do, yeah, I do, I st- I Horrible. I do enjoy when Yellow comes on. I, all the feels come rushing in, okay? Like, don't deny yourself them feels, folks. Okay? If you want a slow-mo walk down the beach, you do it. Yeah, I love it. Mm. So which song did you pick? Okay, so the song I picked is a song that I listen to. I'm already feeling emotional. I feel like all my picks are very emotional, so it's like at the... You're an emotional lady. I, um, it's just right... The, the tear ducts are preparing. Mm-hmm. They're quivering. <laughs> it didn't sound like a erotica novel. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I chose uh, I Love You, Bitch. And anytime this song comes on and I'm singing along, I just like, it's, it's one of those, um, I can't even control it. I just immediately start crying. Really? Um, yes. Um, there's just this like... Um, power to that song and this intensity that just like wells up mm-hmm. and uh i'm get, i'm gonna start crying right now thinking <laughs> about it ah! so yeah and it's it's tough because i'm usually listening to it when i'm driving yeah, to yeah, work yeah. so i need to be able to see the road <laughs> it's kind of hard when you're uh you know trying to look through tears and i already have bad eyes so anyway but um i'll go ahead and and start this one mm-hmm. and it's a short song. A lot of these songs too are short. This album is it's such an easy, album, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, get it, get it going, and get it done, and then it's like repeat. <laughs> This is not the song I expected you to pick. I don't know which one I expected you to pick. Um, interesting. I mean, I don't know, and it's like a. I don't, it's just a very moving song. Mm-hmm. It makes me think of Lizzo. 
Um, it makes me think of myself, of course. Um, there's just there's like humor. It's like a it's a it's a rom com um, of a of a song, but it's also in a way too like. I mean, again, I don't know 100% what this is about, but um, I also feel like, I mean, I, I'm assuming it's about her and a partner, mm-hmm. but I can also see it as like self-love mm-hmm. too. Like you're you're allowing yourself to, um, to really like at the top of your lungs, like allow yourself to, to love because you are in love with yourself mm-hmm. um, enough to be able to um, to give that to, so, um, yeah, I don't know, there's just, like, it's just a, I mean, and this is a very simple song, like, in terms of, like, lyrics, like, it's this over and over again, but, God, it is just so, so powerful, it just means so much, like, yeah, let, be alone in your car, put it on, <laughs> sing along to it at the top of your lungs, and, yeah. Yeah. And get That's moved. That's what I didn't get, do. That's what I didn't do with this it. song. I do really like that album. There's so many fun songs on that record. Yeah, there I mean, are. all of her records in general. But <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, of course, About Damn Time is mm-hmm. a delight. Um, What's the... Um, to Be Loved, I Am Ready. Mm-hmm. I fucking... Oh, that's Which, the one again, that makes me like, because well this, up. Because I Love You Bitch comes right after that song. Mm-hmm. It's like... it's. I feel like they are oh, uh, sure. companions mm-hmm. to each other. And... So when you're listening to the album and you listen to To Be Loved, Am I Ready? Um, there's I'm already starting. The emotions are a-brewing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you get to I Love You, Bitch, and it's just like it comes pouring out. <laughs> so it's like the resolution. And uh, yeah. And then special is just, mm-hmm. again, it's this, um, I'm, I'm no, I know I'm not alone in this in the world right now. There's just a lot of negativity, a lot of judgment, a lot of rudely calling out i mean i think it's always important to hold people accountable but like you know you can be kind about it Mm -hmm. to a certain degree right i mean it i mean sometimes it depends on the situation but yeah yeah, just in the pandemic is really um i feel i I keep saying people's true colors really came out (laughs) in the pandemic um and uh in some decisions I think in people's lives are made where you need to start putting up boundaries. And as you know, mm-hmm. um, I've had to even do that in my life with yep. family. So, um, and yeah, it's, uh, it's just been a very tough time. And so, uh, I just, I also appreciate the song special cause it's like, you know, if no one's told you lately, you know, you're special. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, sometimes we just need to, yeah. To hear that and to be reminded that we are loved, to, to start to be able to um, put that out into the world again. Anyway, great stuff, good times, love it. All, all the emotions, mm-hmm. like sad, happy, <laughs> laughing. Yeah, it's just a, it's a really great album. Moving on to the next album that came out in July, mm-hmm. which is Renaissance. By that's two Queen, Queen, Queen B herself. Nate picked that too. So Beyonce's Renaissance. Mm-hmm. Um, Hell yeah. 
Great album. Uh, again, it's like another like all. So it's, what's funny is too that all the albums that I chose are really like albums that I will, I have to start it and finish it. Mm-hmm. Like I cannot not start it and finish it. Like I have to like every song. I love every song. So uh, which is the same for Renaissance. So, but the um, the one that the song that stuck the, that sticks the most with me is uh, Alien Superstar. Did Nate choose that one? No, he picked Cuff It. Oh, okay. That one is um, uh, right after the song. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a good one. Every song is so good, though. Every song. It's a really fucking good album. One of the things that I said when we were talking about it uh, with Nate was I like that it feels like one long piece of music like it the songs kind of blend together and you don't sometimes you don't realize that you're on the next song i really really like that about this record um and actually like the um we and don fm do the same thing where they like blend into each other Mm -hmm. and um renaissance so i think three albums that do that so where yeah um, anyway, but yeah, I agree. I love, I love that. Um, but yeah, Alien Superstar, great shit. Like, it's just so good. So many, like, great lines. Um, I love her voice. I just love yeah. the way that... I love the sort of, like, crackle that she can do um, where she's... Uh, uh, like, when she sings stilettos kicking vintage crystal off the bar and, like... Uh, the way that she sings it there's just this like I don't know it's like just this sexy crackle (laughs) I I mean I guess I'll play the song so (laughs) let's hear that sexy crackle what i love i love this like kind of spoken word part mm-hmm. and then it goes into the just that like smooth clean like singing and yeah. then it gets back to being that crackly like spoken word bit and it just i love how much the music changes too like it brings in those strings and mm-hmm. the beat stays the same mm-hmm. but it's a whole different way of approaching the song which is neat there's a, I just, all the, it just shows all her range mm-hmm. in one song too. Like the, um, like when she sings the, uh, supernatural love up in the air, like, oh my gosh, I just love how she sings that. <laughs> and then I also just love that, that last like line that like, if that's your man, then why are you over here? Like, oh, I love it. <laughs> I just love it. Yeah. This is a, this is one of my favorite uh, songs. I was just watching a TikTok uh, 
where uh, uh, the, the guy I follow, he's a um, therapist and mm-hmm. and he does like, you know, therapy for uh, the star sign, the zodiac signs or whatever. And um, for uh, Aquarius, it was like, uh, <laughs> it was like alien superstars about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what Aquarians would say. Now I don't think that that's such a, I'm I'm an Aquarius, but I'm not like yeah, alien superstars. It's yeah, that's yeah, that's so me <laughs> by any means. Um, but uh, I I look at this in terms of like Beyonce and um, and yeah, it's just a it's a good song. It's so good. It's just it's a good fucking record. Mm-hmm. And again, one of my tops. Yeah. So um, yeah, so. For my final album. Final pick. Um, which you obviously are probably already know is um, this came out in October, mm-hmm. uh, which is Taylor Swift's Midnight. Tay Tay. And uh, I, to- I chose two songs. <laughs> what? You- hey, you said five albums. So I did five albums. Um, but because I did. Uh, the Taylor Swift um, 3 a.m. version. Oh my gosh. Um, there's just a lot, there's a lot of songs <laughs> on there. So, so the uh, first song that I chose from this album, like, oh, I will say, like, this album, I remember when I first listened to it, I was like, I don't know. Yep. It was um, a slow burn. Um, Aside uh, from Antihero, I liked Antihero right away. But the rest of the album, I was like, yeah, and then it's like, you know, I listened to it again. I was like, okay, okay, yes, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. love Lavender Haze. This is a great song. And then, um, oh, Maroon. And then, you know, and then it just yeah. like each song got better and better and better. You know, it's funny because like one of the things that uh, you and I joke about is like kind of sometimes wish that uh, Taylor would edit yeah. <laughs> um, her albums because they're a little too long. Mm-hmm. Um but um, for which she like the original is thirteen mm-hmm. songs. But what's funny is that um, the three I like prefer the three M version, which has way more songs. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I guess uh, I can't make up my damn mind. But uh, so the first song is part of the original thirteen. The next song is part of the additional. 3 a.m. version songs. We're only listening to the first song. Shut it. <laughs> um, so my uh, first pick, uh, I'm a romantic, so I chose Sweet Nothing. That is my mm. favorite song on this album. That's so good. And uh, I love it so much. It's just the cozy romance novel. You tuck up in a uh, wingback chair in the corner of the window to read and just have all the feels. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna play it. I just love the like Wurlitzer piano. It's so fucking nice. I honestly wish there was more on the album. Yeah. Maybe she'll just make one album that's just nothing but that. (laughs) Yeah. Like the rock? Oh, so sweet. That's <laughs> what did she say? Because <laughs> she sings uh, 
you know, um, I spy with my little tired eye, tiny as a firefly, a pebble that we picked up last July down deep inside your pocket. We almost forgot it. Does it ever miss Wicklow sometimes? Which I'm assuming is where they picked up the pebble. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's just so, so sweet. Like very, like, you know, nostalgic. What does that have to do with the rock? Because that's, does it? Uh Uh-huh. Talking about the pebble? (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) When you said that, I was picturing Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh my god. What I just love is that it's because of all the chaos that she has to deal with in her, you know, celebrity dumb. And it it comes to, you know, so much and it's hard Mm -hmm. to navigate. But that she could come home to just the quietness and just the acceptance of a person that she really loves. And they don't want anything else, you know, from... I mean, I'm just using Taylor as the person. But I mean, of course, mm-hmm. like, this may just... Whatever. Anyway, um, in my mind, it's Taylor Swift and her beau. But uh, especially considering he wrote the song with her. Yeah. So... Um, but there's just this, the sweetness about it and, and simplicity that that's, you know, what you really want in, uh, in a true love, uh, is to be able just to, uh, come home and this person is your anchor and, um, you don't have to put on a show or a performance or anything that this is, you know, that they can, they can just look at you and appreciate you for you. Like Mm -hmm. what a mind, um. When, you know, I I wrote a poem, you say, what a mind, this happens all the time. And like, I just, um, yeah, it's just so sweet. And that uh, with everything that obviously with like what's going on, well, not obviously, but with what's going on with like the whole record industry and everything um, and like all the legal battles that Mm -hmm. she's had to endure. um, But it is just so good just to come home to that like sweet nothing mm-hmm. um so yeah i just oh it's just so so lovely so it's like a, a warm cup of a london fog or whatever you know <laughs> um so yeah that's i love that song and then um it's just like a very sweet love song simple just like that like just a cozy hug mm-hmm. um and then the other one from the album mm-hmm. is not as uh, um, sweet and cozy. It's a little. It's a little more. Um, I think it's it's sad, um, and it's. Uh, but I really I really love the way she uh, did the song, and I love the way she sings in it. The way the music is, the lyrics. Um, it's very telling. It's uh, would have, could have, should have, mm-hmm. and. Um, my my one criticism, which is if you not, were Jack Antonoff, well I know I mean say it was Taylor Swift. Um, the 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 one thing that I would have changed is because there's another song that has those words. Yeah, yeah and so and it's like right before, and it's part of the three a.m. Yeah, yeah, and so that's like it kind of like it, again. It's just it's just a little just a little little thing. That I would have, um, I would have changed. Uh, not that she'd have to change that lyric. I just kind of would have liked a, a different title. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, it, it is what it is. It's still a great song. So yeah, I mean, 
I, I think it's, in my personal opinion, about a young girl getting involved with an older guy. And um, again, there's a power dynamic there mm-hmm. and that, uh, you know, really uh, like caused a lot of trauma in this person's life in the song. I mean, Body is a wonderland. <laughs> Well, um, and then there's just that that line towards the end. That line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that line hit. That, that line hits really hard. That whole bridge part is fucking. Yeah, because it's like, it just shows that it doesn't, it hasn't left, like you're still trying to reconcile those feelings um, and that trauma. And it's difficult, it's extremely difficult. And the regret that's still Mm -hmm. there. This one was also written with uh, Aaron Dessner. So maybe another reason why yeah. <laughs> I as well, because Folklore is definitely my favorite Taylor Swift album, yeah. I think. Even, like, it's, I know, like, it's kind of hard because Lover is so good, but, mm-hmm. um, and there's so many things that I love about all of her other albums, too, but, but for me, Folklore is, like, it's a mood. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, so this song is... Um, I, I really love the song. I, I kind of wish that it was part of her um, 13, but whatever. It's, it exists. Mm-hmm. It's here. I got yeah. to listen to it. Thank you, Tay-Tay. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's it's a tough one. It's a hard one to, you know. Yeah. It's. Phew. Anyway, maybe I should have started with that one and left off with Sweet Nothing because that's <laughs> such a, it's a dark song too, you yeah. know. Yeah. But yeah, I think the majority of the songs that I chose were kind of dark ones. <laughs> Since I chose six, mm. well, well, sneaky. sneaky you sneaks. sneaky lady. Um. So yeah, those were the um, albums and songs that I listened to the most. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think about like not much of a music listener, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it was. I will say though that it was really. Because I remember when you asked me about this, I was like, five albums. Like, am I going to be able to have five albums for that so came Eric out this year? Eric said the same thing, and he came up with like and then, 10. Yeah, I did that year in review thing on Apple mm-hmm. Music, and I was like, oh shit, yeah. Man, there's even more than that. <laughs> so you do listen to a fair amount of music. I mean, you spend more time like getting into you know the true crime podcasts or the your audiobooks and stuff, but... I haven't really listened to the true crime ones as much but yeah um but yeah mostly it's uh well because when house of the dragon was out as my as my uh yeah. um ringerverse podcast that i was listening to um which i i did feel very much like uh mallory rubin when i mm-hmm. went over the five because she always goes over her when it's a top or whatever the thing is though like these are all artists that are artists that you like a lot and they mm-hmm. all came out with new albums in the, in the year. And so mm-hmm. you're obviously going to set aside time to yeah. check those out. Like, I can't imagine 
a world where like Lizzo or Beyonce or whoever comes out with a new album and Amanda's like, oh, I haven't listened to that yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I was like counting down. Yeah. For when they were gonna come out. So, I mean, that being said, I mean, it sometimes it's like I it is helpful. You tend to be the one like, oh, blah blah blah. You That's know. out now. Yeah. Yeah. So then I'm like, oh shit. That's what I'm gonna listen to on my way to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, you but, said yeah. you had. Some honorable mentions, or at least one, um, maybe. Florence and the Machine, uh, Dance Fever, Hmm. and King is one of my favorites. I love pretty much all the songs on this album as well, though. Um, So, I love that album. Love it so much. Really good. Her videos are really great, too. And uh, Orville Peck was another one. (laughs) So, but all the songs are great, too. But yeah, no, I those were those are a couple honorable mentions, but yeah. but yeah, I've uh, my memory is so terrible, I can't really remember. It's think again, yeah. thankfully, thank goodness for that year end thing because I can't remember. I I see like especially on TikTok right now, a lot of the people that we follow are doing mm-hmm. their year end movies or whatever, and yeah. I was like, gosh, yeah. I didn't watch any movies. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then when they talk talk about their top ten or whatever, I was like, oh, I've seen like over half of those. Yeah, well, yeah. okay. <laughs> So, uh, it's just one of those surprising things. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, anyway, those are my tops. I Sweet. mean, probably not that mind-blowing. Whatever. But they were for me. They're really fucking good picks. Albums that I liked a lot as well. So, yeah. I, I purposefully did not pick Taylor Swift for my top uh, albums. Or for the podcast, anyway. Because I knew you were going to. And we, I figured we could talk about it together. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking at yours right now on your little worksheet here. That all looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you love it. You love it. I played you a clip of Anxious and you're like, oh, that doesn't sound that bad, actually. Yeah, again, didn't sound that bad. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. Anyway, <laughs> nobody asked. <laughs> Thanks, Amanda. Let's, uh... Let's do another podcast sometime soon, huh? Yeah. Well, you you know what one I want to do. Which one do you want to do? I want to do Lhasa next. Oh, yeah. All of, all of our daughter's music. <laughs> Make the playlist. Let's fucking get the show on the road. Okay. Mm. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Peace out. Bye. Hey, everybody. So Lindsay is next on our 2022 favorites recap with co-host thing that I'm doing. We had a whole bunch of audio issues at the beginning of this recording session. Some of it was lost. I think it's pretty salvageable. So the first little bit is just me talking, but it still works. Here we go. Hey everybody, now we're with Lindsay. Now we're talking to Lindsay about 2022. Now we're gonna do this with Lindsay. A little different though. Lindsay's going to tell me about her 2022 releases. I'm not going to tell her about my favorite stuff from 2022. She'll have to wait and find out or just look at my Instagram post. Speaking of my Instagram posts, though, uh, Lindsay, Lindsay was offended, downright offended by the uh, reissues I bought this year. So I'm going to talk about those. Hey, Lindsay, I have a question for you. <laughs> What's have your you question? Ever- have you ever heard of a record label called Emotional Response? 
I love emotional response. Oh, they, you do? Yeah, I like Did you know that I have a 7-inch on that label that I just found out about? What's that? Uh, it is a long band that I'd never heard of and the Bad Daddies. Oh, Bad Daddies are good, yeah. Yeah, they're um, split on that label. Yeah. Well, let's get started then. I, mm-hmm. like, I'm just spending the whole time nervous that you can't hear me. Let's start here. What's your first uh, favorite release from 2022? So that's that's exactly it. Is is interestingly enough, most of my favorite releases this year were comps. Okay. So I've got a couple things, a few things to talk about today. Um, and so I wanted to start talking about the typical girls comp. Volume six just came out. Um, we were talking a little bit before the recording about. Uh, <laughs> The first five volumes and how you weren't familiar with the series. Yeah. It's all female fronted bands. Most bands are predominantly women. And it's just a really good series of comps. And the sixth one is pretty quality, it's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. So this one had more bands than usual that I was familiar with. Mm-hmm. Usual, it's maybe like a couple bands, maybe 25% of the bands. I knew about half these bands, which is great because it keeps me listening even through the bands that I'm not so sure about. Mm-hmm. We've got the Linda Lindas, there's Fake Fruit, there's Naked Roommate, there's Sweeping Promises, who yeah. was, yeah, one of my favorite bands from, say, 2020. Their record was excellent. I think they just got signed to Sub Pop and they've got more oh, coming. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just amazing, amazing band. Um, and so the song on this comp is from that album. It's great. We talked about, uh, or we should talk about Wet Specimen. Um, okay. Really like the, the song from Wet Specimen, Abraxas. It's a really long song, which for me is surprising because I don't have that long a, 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 an attention span. Mm-hmm. So that was that was pretty good uh, for me in terms of keeping in touch with that. Uh, we were talking about how I am not great with the pronunciation of the name of someone you said was in the Muncie Girls. Yeah, the, the singer of Muncie Girls. So they have a song on this comp called uh, Lande Hecht, maybe. I'm, yeah, I've, I've never been sure how to pronounce the name, but uh, great fucking singer, great songwriter. And I wasn't familiar with that, um, but it's a great, great song on there. Just really, really loved it. Uh, would highly recommend it. Um, and like I said, the the comps really don't go wrong, and and this is uh, one of the best of the six. So, okay. um, what may or may not make this round of this discussion is that we had been talking about uh comps you've been talking Mm -hmm. to me about uh comps and whether they should be on cd or vinyl i think we sort of decided that i was sort of platform agnostic however (laughs) (laughs) however uh my other favorite 
comp of this year was the Girlsville comp, She Don't Need You. Um, it sounds like maybe you're not familiar with Girlsville. Uh, no, not at all. Okay, Girlsville is a really excellent label. There have been some releases of individual bands. There are lots of releases of in- individual bands, but I would say that the Girlsville comps are just absolutely excellent. They're like really, really, really well put together mixtapes that also mm-hmm. kind of break all the mixtape rules because there'll be multiple songs from the same band. There'll be bands that have sort of overlapping members, but there's no real genre through line other than that they're really excellent songs that have, you know, like a punk or a post-punk or a, you know, yeah. sort of like 60s proto-punk kind of sound. There's there's a bunch of, um, they're just pretty excellent. And so this year's comp was She Don't Need You. Um, mm. It's just great start to finish. Yeah, the only one I recognize on this one is Coach Whips. And I don't know if I've ever actually heard them before. So, yeah, and that's actually sort of a, a highlight. There's a Coach Whips album on, or maybe they're just, hmm, believe there's a Coach Whips, Whips album on. You've got Discogs up? I do. Uh, can you confirm for me that there's a Coach Whips album on Girlsville, or am I wrong about that? Because um, I know they appear on... A cassette from 2015... Uh, looks like a single kind of thing. And then a, a Night Train, a compilation. Yeah. So that sounds about right. Um, Coach oh, Whips. And then something from 2020 called Devil Uptown, but it's under miscellaneous. Interesting. Um, yeah. So Coach Whips appear on a lot of the comps. Um, this one's a unreleased demo. Really good. Mm-hmm. Really just super enjoyable. Some of the other highlights from the uh, comp are Becky and the Politicians. Which was not a band that I had heard of, but they're really great. Yeah. Uh, Golden Starlet. What color is eyes? I don't know. He's always wearing shades. Is he tall? Wow. Hey, when you sing it really sends me dance, Bill. got a song on here called stupid punk boy which yeah um (laughs) so the intro starts off with uh shangri-la's reference which is always a plus okay a very kind of lo-fi fun song pristines have a song called party girl sort of a late 50s early 60s rock feel but sort of you know a little more straight ahead punk Uh um and then a band called threx song called redefine control um Pretty much all of them, if you wanted to pop in the intro, they'd be pretty representative of what you'd be hearing. Mm -hmm. Just really, really solid comp. The other comps that Girlsville's done lately, uh, Be Gay Do Crime, Paid by Rock, those are both really excellent too. So those are 2021. Uh, Had we talked a year ago, I would have been talking talking up those two, but um, you can never really go wrong with a Girlsville comp. Okay, okay. That's cool. Like comps are something that I so rarely buy anymore. Like that was a big thing for me in like high school, all those epifat bands that we'll talk about a little bit later today. <laughs> um, you know, they had all the, those labels all had comps and I fucking loved them, but yeah, I don't buy a lot of comps anymore, but 
this is cool because these are like bands. It seems like a lot of these bands aren't even around anymore. Uh, or not a lot, but a few of them it looked like weren't around anymore. Uh, and then even on the last one too, like it's just a bunch of music I hadn't heard of. And so I'm interested to to check that out more. Definitely. I think that's neat. So my first um, reissue, is it okay if I introduce a reissue? Okay, fine. <laughs> it's my fucking podcast. <laughs> You've been uh, very patient with me today, so go ahead. <laughs> The Velvet Teen. Is this a band that you're familiar with? I have. from Northern California, you have to be. Not as much as you'd think, but I have. I believe you did an episode, and I believe I listened to that episode. I did. Yes. I did. So the Out of the Fierce Parade, their first full-length album, was never issued on vinyl until this year, because it's like the 20th anniversary or something like that. So uh, this was an instant purchase for me. It came on, uh, there's two different colors of LPs, so there's like this black and white splatter, and then a clear and black splatter vinyl. Very happy. I had to buy special sleeves for it. Uh, I'm also into this. I've turned into one of these people that like... I'm about to be that person. Like that's... Yeah. 2023 is the it's year of that person. It's fucking TikTok. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm all over vinyl talk, and everyone's like, oh, you got to get sleeves and individual sleeves for your records with the rice paper in them. And I'm fucking sold. So... I actually really hate the rice paper, but um, I do like not having to jam records in and out of sleeves and like mm-hmm. uh, wrinkle or otherwise damage uh, in record inserts. Yeah, it's it's a it's a I'm I'm liking it. It's yeah, I'm turned into one of those people now, but I'm very happy to have this on vinyl. Those of you out there that don't know the Velveteen. Go listen to that episode. Lindsay did. Yeah. She said it was the best episode she's ever heard. Yes. <laughs> uh, so that was not the one that Lindsay was mad at. No. No. Is this one <laughs> the one I'm mad at? No. I'm, we're going to go on to your next pick. Okay. Well, so my next pick, my reissue pick, um, flows into my last pick of 2022. So it might make sense okay. for you to go through yours and then... You want me to do another one? Yeah. Okay. My next one, something that was released on vinyl before, but has been stupid Discogs prices for years, was Thriller by New End Original. to know this band as well i don't if you were into emo stuff i don't it's um do you know far a bit do you know texas is the reason yes okay 
Uh, do you know, um, what is that band called that I'm supposed to, uh, Chamberlain? No. They were like uh, former members of some hardcore band or whatever. But anyway. <laughs> Welcome to emo. It, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Jonah Matranga, uh, who was a singer oh, for Far. I get you. Drawing. Yes. Yes. It's now his, I now I can His know. band. Okay. Uh, but it has the Norman from Texas is the reason plays guitar, second guitar on this. Uh, they were around in 2002, 2003, around there. Came out with one album. Was pressed, uh, was out on Jade Tree. Epitaph reissued it this year, and so another instant purchase. I didn't get the, I think it came out on clear vinyl as well, but I got the black. Around this time when this came out originally, I was just a, such a whore for Jonah. Like, everything he put out, one-line drawing stuff, uh, far stuff. I saw him live a whole bunch of times, and I saw them a couple times. And so I was very happy to finally add that to my collection. Nice. Sounds like you weren't mad about that one. No. There's, there's, we know which one we're talking about. I know. I know. My next two are, are Christian label adjacent. Or not even adjacent. They are on Christian labels. Should I keep going? I, I think you should. And it's not, let's like, let's be clear that it's not the Christianity I'm yeah, mad at. Yeah. Um, and we're going to have like, what, two to three hours of talking about why I'm truly mad about these. But, but go ahead. Okay. Next one is Zeo's Parade of Chaos. Never issued on vinyl until this year. They've been doing a whole bunch of Zao reissues lately. Uh, They're not Christian anymore. They're all atheists now. But uh, they weren't, I don't think, when this came out. But this came out in, I think, 02, 03, something like that as well. It's not my favorite Zao album. Uh, I've got one more that I, I will talk about at some point or now. Let's talk about it. it up to you. Let's talk about it now because, like I said, my last reissue okay. goes into my sort of favorite record of the year. Okay. Okay. So this one was expensive. I probably shouldn't have bought it. You definitely should not have bought it. Further themes forever. <laughs> no, that's not the one. Okay. Their first album. has this big ass 20th anniversary uh it's just one record but it's got this huge ass book that comes with it i i'm guessing you didn't like dashboard confessional no i did not yeah no this isn't the record i thought you were going with though no okay. did you thought i think i was going with the mxpx record yeah uh, it's around here somewhere. I don't know where it is. Oh, okay. I was I was holding out for that because I thought, uh, yeah. No, we'll talk about them later. Okay. Uh, they're no, on the same label, though. This was a tooth and nail band? This was a tooth and nail band, yes. Okay. Yeah, it was uh, Chris Caraba, Dashboard Confessional, before he did his Dashboard Confessional thing. The, both albums came out around the same time, and he went with Dashboard instead. And then they, uh, they have 
three albums and they have a different singer on each album. How do you feel about a tangent? I love a tangent. Okay. So the um, Eco Thrift off Florin. Mm-hmm. I was be Toys R Us. Did it? Mm-hmm. I could see that. I could see that. <laughs> I now I can only see it. Is, so sometime in 2016, 2017, I went there. I had a really soul-sucking job, so I would just kind of knock off on my lunch break and drive to thrift stores that were really too far from my office to really justify. <laughs> but um, so on a lunch break, I went through and I'm. Um, I have been a big CD person, you know, like in the 90s when that was the, sure, yeah. what people switched to. I obviously have a lot of CDs from that point. But I went and I ended up buying like 40 CDs that were... Whoa. Yeah. And it was like clearly somebody's collection. And I was like, mm-hmm. I was I, 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 like, there were so many great records in there. And I discovered a bunch of great bands. Like there were a couple like sort of whatever things like cure cds like good bands but like not Mm -hmm. necessarily surprising for a thrift store but then there was like a huge collection of like built spill and guided by voices Mm. um there's a band that i now love called beulah i'd never heard beulah before i found the record Mm. oh we should do a beulah episode okay and then there was dashboard confessional and (laughs) so there (laughs) There's like 40 CDs that I buy at the thrift store in like a one mm-hmm. hour period. And they're all amazing, except for Dashboard Confessional. <laughs> was like, that was the one that just did not hit me. But I was like, I, I couldn't help listening to things, listening to CDs from this collection and not getting a little depressed. And so it was this two part depression. One was that I was like, somebody either went through a divorce or like uh-huh. their mom like emptied out their their teenage bedroom or something, right? Sure, sure, sure. And I was mad at myself because in my head, like my own my own ingrained sexism, I assumed that it was a man who had owned, owned all these CDs. But I was also just like really sad at the idea that I had like gotten this windfall from something that can't have been like a positive in someone's life. But um, all of that taking you far afield to say, yeah, I don't like dashboard confessional. And that's how I know why. Okay. Further, (laughs) further is better because it's like, I don't, you probably wouldn't like it. If if you don't like dashboard confessional, I don't, I think further is more interesting of a band, but it's still that same like whiny emo boy bullshit. I would sus- I suspect I own some of their records and just never got to it, um, or Maybe. like or like listened to it and just never pulled it back out. Um, the the last one, if you were ever in the Sense Field, the last one has the singer of Sense Field. That's possible. That's very possible. It. Yeah. It wasn't a very good record, but mm. R.I.P. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that looks like a nice box set. It's a good box. It's set. a really nice, like a nice book, and. I'm happy to own it. I need to sell my other... I have a, a, another copy of it that I need to sell um, and get a little bit of... I spent like 80 bucks on this stupid fucking thing. But that's a nice size box set for that amount of money. And I like mm-hmm. I appreciate your discipline for doing that because I bought all of the... Uh, well, so I was gifted a couple of the unwound box sets and mm-hmm. then I had to buy the rest because I was just feeling like a completist. But... <laughs> 
I have all the unwound records from when they came out because I was, oh, yeah. you know, so I can't get rid of either. Like I, I have the box sets, I have the, you know, and I've, I have real hangups about digital as a format, mainly because when they're gone, they're gone. You know, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it just, I've lost hard drives full of music. I, yep, me too. I can go down a very long tangent. Um, I have a tattoo that is basically devoted to the evils of uh, of uh, advancing, you know, in scare quotes, <laughs> media storage. Because each iteration of media storage actually, like, degrades the sound and... and uh, <laughs> And like compresses and holds far less information than the the container that we put things in before. So uh-huh. from like real to real tape to <laughs> so this was what this you're was like important is, enough for me to have it to tattoo on my arm. But <laughs> what, you're, what you're saying is you want Unwound to just follow you around and play whatever song you want of theirs. That would be amazing. No, <laughs> they are. They are, though. I mean, if we're talking about highlights of 2020, though, I mean, like, 2020, yeah. shit, it's 2022. 2022. Well, what will be a highlight of 2023, but uh, yeah. mm-hmm. what was announced in 2022 is that Numero Fest with uh, Unwound and Chisel. Mm-hmm. I have my ticket. I'm going to do it. Um, Hell yeah. You going to go? You going to do it? I'm not gonna go. You're gonna come. If it see were it? in Sacramento, I might go. So you're not gonna go see Chisel when they're in SF, then? Probably not. This is. I would love to, but probably not. This is. This is. It was hard for me to go see Paul Bear a couple weeks ago. I mean, is is that uh, is that COVID or is that availability of time? A little of both. I'm. I'm not, I am still concerned about COVID. Like I still wear a mask everywhere I go, but just like time, money, like I just, yeah. Got it. Yeah. <sighs> well, I'll, I'll send you some video. I'll be that person. Okay. I'll hold yeah, up my yeah. phone to block somebody else. And Good. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I always love it when tall guys in front of me do that. Yes. Um, yeah, so so, so w- let's keep going with yours. Okay, have... are those the end of yours? That's the end of mine. Okay, so yeah, so I the last reissue I wanted to talk about, I want to talk about because it's going to go into my favorite record of the year. Mm-hmm. So this year, the self-titled Casual Dots record got re-released. Okay, um, we've talk- talked about them on every episode. Maybe. I think. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's made it to every episode, but every time I've talked to you, we've talked about casual dots. Because I think I've been really excited. I know I talked about them on the Slater Kinney episode. I don't know that yeah. I talked about them in the Chisel episode. Maybe. maybe I don't know. I, I didn't remember. Yeah. Yeah. I, d- I definitely didn't talk about them on the Replacements episode. <laughs> but they are probably like top 10 favorite band ever. So I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. So um, just as a refresher... For you and for anyone who has not mm-hmm. listened to 
these other episodes that I've showed up on. <laughs> Christina Bellotti from Slant 6, Quixotic, Kathy Wilcox from Bikini Kill, Frumpy's Julie Ruin, Steve Dore from Deep Lust, Freakopus Snoozers. Excellent, excellent, excellent trio. Um, two guitars, no bass. Very oh, excellent. Right, right. Yes, that's how, that's how it came up. up. Um, so you're kidding, yep. Yeah, uh, so Christina Bellotti is just a fantastic vocalist. It's so good. Um, the way the two guitars work together is just amazing in every not slant six but in quixotic and and casual dots and a few other bands christina bellotti does an amazing cover like she is someone who can cover a song and it is hers Mm -hmm. and she's got two covers on this 10 song casual dots album that are just amazing um you'll like melt to the floor um (laughs) But it's pretty blunt, straight-ahead punk, but the guitar work, the way the two guitars work together is just absolutely amazing. If you're looking into them, the song Mama's Gonna Bake Us a Cake is great. Intro's good on that. Um, and then Evo... I'm talking so fast that I got uh, pretty pretty tongue-tied. Well, that's cool. So that was your... That was a reissue, you said, right? Yeah, that's a reissue of a 2003 record that is okay. probably... This is probably like one of my top 10 favorite bands. was probably one of my like top four favorite albums ever. I mean, okay. it's just... Wow. Yeah. Yeah, um, so I would really highly recommend pulling up some of it on Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. So now, yeah. in 2022, after that really long break, um, <laughs> did I see 2003? I think I meant 2013. Ignore me. Um, oh, okay. Let me, let's find out. Nope, 2003. 2003. I like those candies. Yeah, it's an amazing cover. This is 2022. Uh, Casual shots, uh, casual dot sanguine truth. also an amazing record it's really good it's i mean you can hear it and from the start it's very clearly a casual dots record mm-hmm. it's a little bit different it has one cover but for the most part the songs are sort of a little more echoey almost wearier hmm. and when you read the lyrics start to finish it feels like not necessarily a romantic relationship, but it feels like it's telling the story song by song of someone she knew from basically when they met to when they were gone. Hmm. And so I didn't really 
get that on the first few listens and then I went to sort of check some lyrics to sort of pull some stuff out and I went oh wow this is telling a very specific story in a very specific order mm-hmm. and it's uh, really changed the way I listened to the whole record but for a band to come back after so long that I loved yeah. so much and for have to have them have another album that's just as good as the first without mm-hmm. trying to pretend that it's the first record is just like amazing yeah that's cool i feel like not a lot of bands can come back and actually pull it off yeah and it's just sort of like it's this very matter of fact like it's casual dot second album it's not like this is a reunion or whatever it's just like yeah it's a second album this is exactly what it should be it's perfect that's rad yeah i will have to check that out or you'll have to give them to me for the podcast would you, uh, would you do it? I mean, like, I know I tend to, like, of go very narrow, but you would do a two-record a two playlist? Yeah. I don't fucking care. Oh, well, then we're going to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, awesome. Hell yeah. You should... It sounds like you have not listened to Muncie Girls. No. You should listen to them. Listen to the episode if you want. I did an episode on them with Cody. They're really fucking good. If I you bet like I would that like one them, song yeah. off of there, um, yeah, you'd probably dig them. Uh, I will listen to Casual Dots one of these days. One way or another. One way or another. So that was your that was your favorite 2022. Those are my favorites of 2022. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm excited about those comps. I want to check out those comps. Yeah, definitely. You really should. Yeah, at least on Bandcamp. We'll see. If there's, you know, one that I'm like, oh, I love all these songs, maybe I'll pick it up. But that's sick. Yeah. Thanks. I'm glad we made it through this. (laughs) (laughs) After so many false starts. And there's so much more to go. Yeah. So much more to go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, great. Yeah. Thank you. I really enjoyed sharing them. Hell yeah. Go listen to those, everybody. Uh, I'm probably going to have to put a bunch of links to shit, but... Listen to things, people. All right. Now we're continuing with Eric and Lush. Hi, Eric. Hi, Lush. How's it going? Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Meet each other. Uh, These two dudes don't know each other, but we got to get this 2020 shit out of the way and move the fuck on. Mm. So we're going to do this. Maybe we'll have some crossover since they're both hip hop heads. Is that a thing people say, hip hop heads? I think so. Yeah, I still do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I still okay. Do. It's more so <laughs> more so the older <laughs> crowd, but nah. uh, I am forty one now, so <laughs> right. I am too. So <laughs> definitely, in the, definitely in the older crowd over here. Yes, yes, we are. So anyway, what's up? Fellas, how was your 2022? It was all right. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, you got a new job. Yeah. In 2022. That's cool. Yeah, it's fun. Waking up at uh, 3 a.m. is always an <laughs> awesome way to start Ooh. the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, mine was great, man. It was a good, it was actually yeah. pretty good comparatively to the last few years. So, um, oh, good. Yeah, on a good track. I just, uh, I just worked really hard. And so I've been off for the yeah. last few days and it's just been really nice to just kind of, oh, nice, try to enjoy the fucking 
tail end of it. And yeah. 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 There was a few, like, I feel like at least a month or a few weeks or maybe longer where you just like were working constantly. I think we tried to do a podcast and like it was it just mm-hmm. impossible. And I was trying yeah. <laughs> in my defense, I was really <laughs> trying to make it happen. And um, I just, it, it was so gnarly there for a minute. So I appreciate you, man, like bearing yeah, yeah. with me and your time is it's, super important to me. So yeah. Eric, Eric can attest that I, I postponed this shit. I, I've been trying to record with my fucking wife. Ah. Who I live with <laughs> <laughs> no excuses. <laughs> Which I need to do before Wednesday because this episode is supposed to come out on Wednesday. Ah, uh, twenty twenty two will be over by then. So yeah, we're gonna talk. Uh, I'm actually not gonna say too much on this episode except my little thoughts and interjections because I don't. I already talked about my favorite stuff and I couldn't come up with another thing for me to throw in, but I think that's okay. Yeah, because I'm curious what you guys have been listening to. So we'll start. Uh, Eric, you're on the left, so we'll start with you. Sweet. Eric, first I said, hey, do you, did you listen to any music in 2022? And you're like, no, I don't think so. And then uh, you sent me a playlist with like 10 albums on it. <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, I listened to all this stuff. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I'm glad you had me narrow, I'm glad you had me narrow it down, though, because I went back and I was listening to those. And I'm like, somebody that didn't really listen to as much as I thought I did. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I definitely feel you. So we can go... I figured we'd go back and forth, sure. Eric, Lush, Eric, Lush, Eric, Lush. And then you can either go in order of like uh, favorite to least favorite, least favorite to favorite. And I'm, I mean, like, you know, not least favorite, but you know what I mean? No, totally. Yeah. Um, however you guys want to do it. But uh, Eric, if you want to go first, what's your number five? Um, I didn't necessarily rank them. I just have my okay. number one and then the rest of them are just okay. kind of in there. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, but we can start with, if I were to rank them, we'll probably say, uh, West side gun would mm, be my okay. fifth favorite on there. And that's for the peace fly God album. Sick. West side gun is the artist. Yes. Yes. Oh, it's awesome. I don't know these things. Uh, he's amazing. I'm a fan for sure. Uh, pray for Paris and all that. I just, I'm not, I'm not really familiar with this new stuff, so I'm excited to hear it. Oh, cool. Um, is there, uh, a, like one song we could throw on the watch together here? I can get um, thrown in let's there. Let's see if we were to pick one, maybe, uh, Ritz Barlton or big ass bracelet. I'll let you pick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see what I come across first here. I found big ass bracelet. There you go. Yeah. Okay. And it usually comes out kind of quiet. Uh. So who? Who is this guy? Is this like a group or is this a single guy? Uh, it's a single guy, but he's part of. Well, it's Grisaldi Records. It's him, his yeah. brother, and his cousin. Uh, Conway the Machine and Benny the Butcher are the three guys. Okay. It's almost it's it's almost kind of like a Wu Tang type thing where there's like the three main guys and then there's a bunch of like offshoots of it too. Oh, okay. Right, right. Different combinations, I suppose, of the crew. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Right. So, and this is like a solo album. Yeah. I think they only have two albums out of like the three of them together 
Um, this is amazing. I don't know. Do you know who's on the production for this, or does it say in the um? I don't know YouTube, exactly. Like in the comments, I don't know exactly which ones, but I know uh, Madlib did like three or four songs on here. Yes, that's what I was just gonna say, and, and this like <laughs> sounds like one of them for sure. Uh, I know super fire, dude. I know uh, Rich Barlton. I'm ninety percent sure that one's Madlib. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He. I know he works with them quite a bit. Uh, this says produced by Don Carrera. I'm not quite sure who that is on Genius, but uh, the beat is fantastic, and it has the mad. It has the Madlib vibe, like the Stones throw sort of uh, Madlib and uh, Peanut Butter Wolfie kind of vibe. Super dope. Yeah, it's very reminiscent of the that whole Stones throw, like back and. Like was it Raw Cuts Records back in the day? I don't know if they're still oh, a record yeah. label anymore. <laughs> no, definitely it has that vibe too for sure. We love that stuff. We still play a lot of like two thousand naughties hip hop. You know what I mean here? Because uh, a large portion of my vinyl collection is actually uh, is that is weird like uh, hip hop from that era because I was a kid, you know. Yeah, uh, sorry. I know you're I like. Kid, sorry. I like a lot of the old weird, uh, like Stone Throw, like you know, Quasimodo, and just just some kind of the out there. Yeah. And that's like you were saying. That this beat re- reminds me a lot of that style. And that's how this whole album is like that. Mm. I love it, man. So, like, what I know of like Griselda is a lot of. Um, like I know they're from Buffalo. That's like the main thing, and I know that like the sound is sort of like Buffalo cocaine rap, I suppose, right? Like that's sort of yeah. their like trademark thing. Hence Griselda being Griselda Blanco, the like queen of co- cocaine in Mexico, right? <laughs> there's um, I didn't realize it, but there's in my top five list. There's a lot more cocaine references than I would expect. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> that's okay, man. Um, no, that's fantastic. This is. Uh, I know that. Like, I, I believe it had. I, I know that like Eminem was involved in the like discovering these guys or like putting them on, right? Like the initial well, they were, like they were, they were under on, Shady, maybe. Yeah, they were on Shady Records, I think, for three or four years. I think they only had one or two albums out on there and then they mm. went back to being independent yeah from what i remember of the situation i didn't follow it super closely but yeah it definitely seemed like acrimonious when they split up like there were some hard feelings about whether there was distribution or like you know marketing or whatever as as these things go especially not especially in the rap world but maybe it's more like pronounced in the rap world or like out there on display you know because mm-hmm. um, they fucking talk shit about each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of. It seems like they almost got put on like the the back burner as far as like what was being released. Mm. He does that. I mean, these big artists do that. You know, they want to like. It's like a movie studio when they get the rights to like a book or something. They just want to hold on to it, even like yeah, even if they fuck up their investment or whatever. You know, by like by like waiting, they're just like the competition doesn't have it, so whatever. You know. It sucks. It's mm-hmm. sad. It's mm. sad. It's like capitalism at work. 
That was really fucking nice. I, I really liked the beat of it. And I liked his voice. Like mm. I wasn't. I want to say I wasn't expecting the voice to sound like that. Like it's a little bit higher pitch and it's very slow. Like yeah. the, his, his flow is very like kind of like paced. That's that's way. the one thing I really like about him is yeah. it, it's, it's very, like you're saying, it's very slow. Everything's kind of slowed down a little bit. Even his yeah. faster songs per se, they're still slow in comparison to, you know, what everything else you hear on the radio. Yeah. 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 Like I've listened to it, uh, not a ton, but a fair bit, a bit of Kendrick Lamar. It's a new album. Ooh. Uh, and yeah, like he, he raps really fast. Um, but this was like so slow and mellow and it just like, mm. it makes me want to sit on my back porch and not smoke a cigar, but you know, <laughs> hang out with Eric while he smokes a cigar. <laughs> like, it's so fucking chill. I love it. I love that. Yeah. It's dude. very, yeah. This album is very cigar friendly. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Very cigar um, friendly. Hell yeah, I get what you're saying, Danny. There's like this, like everything's really like pronounced. Like you can follow along every word. You yeah, know, he's saying some wild shit, but it's like, yeah, you're like, it's that old like New York storyteller rap. Like, uh-huh. I don't know. Like, I'm going next month to see the Jizza at Harlow's. I'm super excited. Oh, sick. Yeah, and uh, it. It's this is almost like it has that influence, you know. Like if you listen to Liquid Swords, he has a couple tracks where it's like he's telling a story and it's everything's pronounced. You hear every word and like you're following along, you know. And um, yeah, yeah. All right, Lush. Let's go with uh, what's first on your list. Well, first, actually, last, fifth, whatever. I've actually added it to this playlist. I don't know if you can see it right now. Oh, did you do a playlist? Uh, well, no. Oh shit! Look I, at that. I don't know. I'm trying to like work your scenario here. Yeah. To make my look at this guy to make my kids proud. That. To make my like Gen Z kids proud. Yeah. They would, they would just laugh like, "Oh, you couldn't even do the shit, boomer." You know. Like <laughs> 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 so, yeah. But it's right there. Kendrick Lamar, Silent Hill, okay. featuring. Kodak yeah. Black. I want to play that. Yak. Featuring Yak. I hope it plays. Just talking about him. And can you've been, you hear it and see it? Yes, I can. Yeah. Uh, you've been you've been talking. You just said you've been listening to this record. If, if I, a bit. It was a yeah. Perfect segue. Uh, perfect segue. It's really fucking good. I, I was watching somebody talking about uh, their top releases of the year. Okay. And, um, they had uh, Kendrick Lamar's album on there saying like a lot of people have been overlooking it because they're comparing it to Kendrick Lamar. Of like course. comparing it too much to his previous album. Of course, yeah. I love this. You can't do that, man. Uh, this video is amazing. I'm, I'm literally stoked to like experience this video uh, with you guys because I've never seen this video before. I haven't seen it either. Yeah, this is I haven't either. Yeah. Everything about K Dot is like cinematography at this point. Yeah. Right? Like, look at this. Look at these shots. This is fucking like Paul Thomas Anderson directed this or something. Gorgeous I don't know. Shit. <laughs> like, it's so good. <laughs> I love that 360 camera, like, wild fish eye thingy. Just doing push ups on the roof. <laughs> LA. Yeah. <laughs> um, I haven't had a chance to watch it, but I know on one of the streaming services, there's a, like, him doing this whole album the mr morale big stepper uh like his whole like theatrical like presentation of it um it's definitely on my list to watch i think it's on amazon mm-hmm. yeah oh okay yeah 
um this song has some like contentious stuff because like okay the first thing is like if you're kendrick lamar you're on the top right like you're the best everyone's looking for you everyone's checking for you he hasn't come out with the record in forever mm-hmm. and he's got my man yak on it right here kodak black who is like controversial you know like he was in jail and he's done some fucked up things and like oh really yeah i hate and, to like, he, i hate to admit that i like kodak black i i, <laughs> I love him he's one of my favorites i it, it's hard like being a rap fan just sucks sometimes you know because like <laughs> these people are not like ideal people often right and then like like even if you listen to punk you know and like the band you like yeah. it's being shitty like I'm, every time i find a new metal band i'm like i have to search up uh, name a metal band racist question mark <laughs> yes, yes <laughs> it's right there <laughs> yeah one of my favorite folk punk bands i got a somewhat of a tattoo from them and now i tell people it's not from them just because uh, of the no. shit that came out with the lead singer mm. oh that sucks what a bummer for the fan base and like yeah. For the people that were loyal to you, you know? So, yeah, some mm-hmm. people weren't really, you know, there was a lot of people that were like, well, Kendrick Lamar has a platform and he's choosing to put this guy on his platform mm-hmm. and that's a uh, suspect or whatever. Um, sure. But I don't know. I don't really look at it like that. And I feel like there's definitely an alliance with a lot of these artists and like they kind of ride for each other. Like sometimes wrong or right, as you see with like this Meg the Stallion stuff going on or whatever. But like, um, I don't know like these dudes are gonna ride for each other you know and just cause like I don't know like maybe it's not ex- like to align themselves the record label people are not stoked on that you know but they're just like yeah. hey man I wanna like and I think this song's great um, my favorite thing is the silencer pistol in the beat <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> the whole time like I just think that's oh, hard shit. as fuck like the whole beat <laughs> is wrapped around like you're getting like executed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna pull it up. That's on cool. Genius. It's a good. Yeah. It's a great record. I haven't spent enough time with it. I know uh, Amanda listens to it all the fucking time. Oh, nice, nice. See, yeah, there you go. Now, do you have a favorite though? If you've been listening to Big Mr. Morale and Big Separate, like, do you have a track that stands out to you? I I wouldn't be able to name one. Right, just uh, the, I the sound of to it. it. Yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's more like kind of been on. Mm. Uh, I'm more familiar. I think the one I'm most familiar with is Damn. Yeah. Uh, the album, album-wise. Fantastic album. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, this was produced, Silent Hill was produced by Beach Noise, Jahan Sweet, Boy Wanda, and Soundwave. So you got mm. one, two, three, four, four producer credits on the track. Um, and I mean, I mean, that's kind of how it is now, right? In rap music, like <laughs> there's yeah, like five, yeah. five people writing and producing most tracks. Um, it looks like it was written by Kendrick Lamar entirely, mm-hmm. at least the like vocal part and, and Kodak Black. So uh, Genius is cool. Do you guys use Genius to like ever look yeah. at songs and stuff? I use, a bit. I use Genius quite a bit. Yeah. Lots of good information on there. Sometimes I feel like some of the little annotations are bullshit every uh, once in a while. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I feel that a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you feel like the core like information though being presented, even like like the veracity of the lyrics, if you will, like do you feel like yeah. it's pretty good? Like it's like yeah, yeah. I feel so. Yeah, yeah. I love it because fucking. I mean, 
everything on the internet should be taken to a certain degree with a grain of salt. Sure. You know, it's, it's basically a Wikipedia for music lyrics. Um, right. But there's a lot of good shit on there. And a lot of times it's, you know, Wikipedia itself is, has become much more reliable because so many things are sourced on there. It's, you know, linking off of the site to yes. somewhere else. And yes. so it's genius a lot of the time. Right. So when it's just like, I think this sounds like it's about a girl. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, obviously yeah, not. Yeah. But it's like, you know, Kendrick Lamar said this song is about this. And here's the link of the interview where he said that. Like, that's fucking tight to be able to find that all in one place. 100%. Yeah, it's nice when they actually source it on there. Like, you, yeah. not like you said, where it's just some guy like, oh, I think. Because I see that a lot. And I'm like, I think you actually don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Having the work cited or the citations like links is fire and like it's interesting because i feel like we all are of an age where we we were blessed to have like either cd liners or even tape liners Mm -hmm. or record liners that like oftentimes would have full lyrics from the songwriter themselves uh usually in a fucking very difficult to read font on purpose i think (laughs) like you know like (laughs) this is how it was and like to me that's still a joy. Like I have uh, yeah. appetite for destruction on vinyl and has all the lyrics, you know, and like it's, it's <laughs> and like my son is sitting here with the 12 inch, you know, like reading. <laughs> I'm like, don't read those too closely. Yeah. But like, I don't know that. I don't know. That feel like that feels like really authentic to me. Right. Like this mm-hmm. is coming from them. And um, there's been times where I've been on genius or what any of these sites, Google lyrics. And you're like, nah dude like they're saying something different like you know yeah, yeah. you know like it's a pavement song or something that i fucking know like no he's saying this like no you know like <laughs> it sounds like that maybe yeah. but you know well then you get those times too when it just doesn't have the lyric it's just like a question mark for a word <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah definitely yes often oftentimes with rappers yeah. especially because who fucking knows what they're saying unintelligible <laughs> i love that yes yeah, yeah. it happens with uh rappers and metal just and metal, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like hardcore bands and you know, stuff. They're oh, too fast, or they're singing too fast, or <laughs> oh yeah, that's like when the sign language interpreter is like, ah, goddamn it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> totally. All right, uh, so what's up next for you, Eric? I have my favorite girl in the whole entire world. I yes. have Kalani. Ooh, I love it. So they don't have. A video for this one that I could find. Okay, but even if it's just audio, so just the audio, cool yeah, yeah, that's okay, yeah. So here's this. Come More on, than I, I should. So what's the story with this person? Uh, it's Blue Water Road is the album. I guess I should probably say that Ooh. part too. <laughs> if you knew how long been, since I that's got that fucking uh, pony sounding. Uh, Synthesizer. Ah, yeah. 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 That's sick. I hope it's sampling that because that's like the horniest song ever. <laughs> I can't remember, but there is one song on here that is very like it's even a more of that my pony type. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, let me get on the watch together because I gotta see this. Uh, video if there's anything going well on. it's not it's not the video it's just it's the, just the, the audio. audio okay okay got you, got you. yeah it's just the album, album cover and the audio so is this the r&b song or is this yeah i guess it's still kind of rap no it's r&b yeah I, 
Yeah, I would say R and B. This is this one's yeah. a little bit more upbeat than the rest of the album on there. Mm. So, what would you say, like, like throughout the year? I don't know how long in the year you've been listening to this, but like, what's a scenario where this would come up and you'd be like jamming to this? <laughs> quite often, actually. I listen to her, I listen to her. I listen to her in general, just quite mm. a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like driving to work or fucking whatever. Yeah, like she's on one of the playlists like one of my default playlists that i always go to she's got like three or four songs on there and then just her playlist in general because i just lump all the albums together while i'm at work yeah and yeah, just listen yeah, totally. to it on there nice yeah. and so yeah so so she's maybe not necessarily this album but her in general i listen to at least probably every day almost dude oh, wow. that's amazing so that's you have, right. you have a job that's like conducive to like you put on your headphones and you just get to work and like you don't have to really think about outside noise from people and stuff. Yep, yeah, I'm a sales rep for Pepsi, so I'm pretty much just by myself in mm. stores all day with at least with one AirPod on all day. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I love that. I miss that. I miss that. Like yeah. I I used to work on the road. I was a driver, like kind of like you were saying. Like I was like in my car all day just listening to CDs or whatever, you know, and like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's such a like valuable. I don't know. Now, like, I work in an office and stuff, so I like forget like how good that is to just ha- kind of have music or um, a podcast or whatever you're into, you know, on like that and just vibing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It definitely helps my day go. Totally. That's sick. I love that. Uh, my coworker yeah, listens to uh, like uh, what is that? K-pop <laughs> and like oh. loud, like loudly. <laughs> I'm like, put some headphones on. Come on, man. Like, it's not like the worst thing when I'm like, Jesus, man. I'm like, come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. You were saying something. Sorry. Oh, I just, there's a, I can't remember what song it is. There's one song where at the end, uh, it has her kid just, just saying the name of the album a few times, just Blue Water. And mm. now that I'm older and have kids, I think that's, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, to, just to have you know, have the kid involved in it and stuff. Totally, totally. Oh hell I yeah, hell I love yeah. that shit. Everyone should do that. Like, I don't yes. like. It's a funny like window. Like, I don't know how old your kids are, but like, um, where they like want to do stuff like that in a weird way. Totally. Like my kids yeah. now are like, get away from me! Don't even come near me! <laughs> like a request <laughs> like that. <laughs> I'm so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But when they're young, yeah, they'd be like, let's do it. Like, I want to record yeah, something, yeah. you know? And um, and my son is like, he's only eight, so he's still super, super into that. But it's a good time. Yeah. Enjoy it while you can. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I want to say I want to say her kid's like two or three. Okay. My, my kids are past that point where they'd be like, leave me alone, Dad. Yeah, yeah totally, yeah. totally. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I like that song kind of a lot, actually. Uh, There's a... Uh, Justin Bieber's on a song. Oh, <laughs> nice. nice. The Biebs. I don't know a whole lot about her, but just from like my cursory knowledge, I believe she's from like the Bay Area, right? Like Oakland or something? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. From what I remember, like, because um, I think she was like dating, uh, who's that cringe ass rapper, the white dude uh, with the slick back hair? God damn it. <laughs> What's oh, G Easy, G Easy. Yes, I think she was G Easy or something, or a basketball player or something like that, and from Oakland, like from the Warriors, some shit like that. <laughs> the first thing people also ask is Kalani in a relationship. 
<laughs> is Kalani rich? Kalani? Is she, <laughs> is she yeah, rich? Okay. I bet she's rich as fuck. Of course she's rich. <laughs> <laughs> From Oakland, yeah, there you go. Pop Life. Sick. That member of the teen group Pop Life. Pop Life? No, I don't remember that. I don't, I don't remember them at I've all. never heard them. That's funny. L-Y-F-E. Oh, Pop Life. Nice. Um, I like it. They them, they them pronouns, which is fucking dope, I think. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, shit. That's what it says on the Wikipedia. Um, we'll have to remember that. Kalani Ashley Paris was born in Oakland. They were adopted and raised by their aunt when their mother, who had a drug addiction, served time in jail. Damn. Oh, shit. Damn. Yeah, sick. Super good. Uh, Thanks, man. I'm going to listen to this. Hell yeah. No problem. Mm. These are good vibes. Like driving to work, like you said, Danny. Like, yeah. Like this yeah, is yeah, a, yeah. Oh, Kyrie uh, Irving. She was confirmed that Kalani was in a relationship with NBA star point guard Kyrie Irving. She's probably like, or they're probably like, fuck. <laughs> Erase that part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm from Oakland, bitch. Like, stop. <laughs> uh, hello, funny. Uh, so, Lush, I see what's next for you, but I'll let you introduce it. Okay. Um, that's exciting. I don't know um, by your little thing. It sounds like you might know this band. Uh, I have never heard them. I've always been kind of curious. Interesting. Okay. Um, the band's called Fontaine's DC, uh, which stands for Fontaine's Dublin City. They're from Dublin oh, in okay. Ireland. Um, the song's called Jackie Down the Line. I haven't really watched the video, but like, as I was like queuing this stuff up, I it'll start like flipping through the video really fast, you know? And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this video looks cool. So I'm excited nice. to see like what's going on. Um, right, I'm going to go and play it. Play, Go ahead and play it. I would describe them as, I mean, I don't want to mess it up, but it's cool. It's kind of punk rock. That's how I like it to think of it. It's, yeah. It's a little post, post-punk maybe? Post-punk is what I've heard mm. uh, them described as. He's, he's trying to look like Ian from Joy Division from what I can see. <laughs> totally. <here>. totally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're very Irish, which I like. Uh-huh. They're like, we're not British. You know? We're not trying to do that. Like, <laughs> we're going to like be hard to understand. I just really like the mood of this song. Um, came on the radio a lot. Like when I'd be driving to work on uh, mm-hmm. like satellite radio. On your satellite, uh, that's right. Yeah, throughout the year. like It's kind of been there all year. And like... I think by the end of the year, sometimes that influences you. Like, oh, I heard this song all year. And it's like various moments of my like commutes and stuff. Like I'd be singing along to this, you know, and yeah. doing my best like uh, Dublin person impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> and just having fun. Is, I don't know. Is this a, a, like a full album listen for you or is this like... It has been. A, I've been listening yeah. to it as I put this playlist together. Um, Sick. I've been exploring them more and they they're one of these like golden boy bands like mm-hmm. uh, British people or you know people from Great Britain are very quick to like be like this is the next thing this is <laughs> sure. uh, this is the next Radiohead right they're always yeah, yeah, looking yeah. for like the next Radiohead whether it's like Block Party or like you know what I mean like so many different mm-hmm. bands throughout mm-hmm. the years um, Muse or whoever um and they try to dub these guys kind of that thing, like Mercury Prize, oh, okay. Best New Artist, Best mm-hmm. British Artist, Enemy, all that stuff. Uh, and then they're like, I don't know, like as a cool band will, they were like, whatever, you know, let's just like keep making cool songs and like 
yeah, yeah, not yeah. be bogged down by it. Um, and this is like kind of the album, of the, the album after that, I would say, after all the acclaim and shit. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know why. It's probably just the accent, but I'm getting like an Oasis vibe. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Me too. I yeah. can see that. Okay. I can see that for sure. Definitely. Um, he's got the same like, uh, like the accent is kind of similar at you know different parts of the world sort of, but he's got that drawl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, that the uh, Gallagher's have. And now that I'm seeing this, like, because I've never, this is the, my first time seeing these people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I just mm-hmm. listen to music. I've never, like, seen them in anything. Um, they have that look a little bit, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, Brit, yeah. The, Brit, the Brit pop look. Like, Dave, are back, <laughs> Damon Albarn. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. Which is cool. Yeah. No, this is cool. Uh, like I said, I try to make my list a little eclectic and, uh, Sure, just sure. different things that I was kind of into throughout the year, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is cool. Like um, a few years ago, I uh, I found that band Idols, and I got real into them. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people in like the Idols fan group or whatever talk about these people. Talk about Found Fountains DC a lot. Uh, and then nice. I think they toured together. Oh, cool. Well. Cool. Yeah. yeah. It's like kind of moody, like Irish, Scottish, like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, as I explore music with my children, um, like, uh, like Cranberries, you know, will come on yeah, sure, and sure. like this, this yeah. almost, even the video, like, is a bit like Irish angst, Cranberries, like, uh-huh. um, which I really like, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, man, Danny, can I just say like. That's tight. This format is really fun. I really like it's doing cool, right? this, like this, like it's very like impromptu and just it's just cool. I like it. It's organic and yeah. cool. Yeah, it's it's really <laughs> it's a different way of doing things. I like to do this every once in a while. And yeah, Eric, next time we record, which we have something we need to record, <laughs> but we can do the videos and stuff too. Okay, um, makes it a lot more fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, sick. I'm glad I finally got to hear them. Um, Sweet. Yeah, if you ever want to do a playlist, we could do that too. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll dive <laughs> a little deeper because they're st- yeah. honestly still a bit new to me. Um, yeah, which is part of the fun, I guess, and part of the fun of doing like a playlist of uh, new music like this from the mm-hmm. year because like uh, most of this, I don't know. I listen to music from like the seventies, honestly, <laughs> and like sixties, eighties. <laughs> you know, I like, don't know. I'm, I'm still waiting on that Drake playlist, though. Ooh, yeah, that could come. I got, I got one for. Actually, I have one on here that it's, it's funny. It's from don't, his. Don't drop off, Eric. Don't oh, drop no. off. No, no, no. I'm, it's I'm funny. about to hang up. No, I know, right? Uh, it's from his most recent album, but he's not on it, so I don't know if that helps. Uh, okay. yeah, 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 we'll see. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, okay. You'll you'll find Eric. out later on when I do my number one album why my dislike for Drake is in there. Ah, okay, okay. I'm excited. <laughs> uh well what's your what's your next one eric number three uh the new kid cuddy album nice Ooh, i'm stoked for this i the only one i found that was a video i changed the song just because i didn't see any videos so mm. i went to uh willing to trust and it's the live one from uh the tonight show with title oh, nice. nice nice Ooh, fun 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 i love a live one this will be fun Oh, this is off the uh, Netflix thing too. Yeah, yeah. This is the this is the soundtrack to his oh, show. Oh, sick, sick, sick. Performing his new single, "Willing 
Have you? How's the next Netflix like sh- video show type thing or whatever it is? Have you watched that? Yeah, I watched it the day it came out. <laughs> I love. <laughs> I'm a huge Cuddy fan. Mm. Can I take a second to shout out Jimmy Fallon's beard in the last clip? Because I haven't, <laughs> I haven't seen him. I hadn't seen him, and like, dude, that is a fire beard, Jimmy Fallon. Okay, I see you, dog. I didn't. I didn't think he could pull that off. Yeah. <laughs> He can do it. He can. Better than me. <laughs> Ooh, I love this performance already. I love the new Cuddy. Maybe not the new Cuddy. I just love Cuddy, period. And, like, mm-hmm. I love this, like, gender-expressive Cuddy. This, like, painting my fingernails, wearing dresses to award shows yeah. Cuddy. Like, fucking get the fuck in. I love it. Yeah. You know? Like, be you, dog. Like, as a black man, like all that shit. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's always been Cuddy. He's just mm. a little bit more open, open about with it, it now. Because he's always been kind of the the oddball in hip hop. You know what I mean? He's always totally, wrapped about his totally. fe- wrapped about his feelings and like stuff like that, which I mean in hip hop that doesn't happen. You don't have a guy talking <laughs> rapping about his feelings. <laughs> yeah. The lonely stoner. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And also Ty Dolla Sign, dude, like I only like the, my only gripe about Ty so- Dolla Sign is like my girl thinks she's too hot, you know. <laughs> it's like <laughs> fucking Ty Dolla Sign. It's like amazing. You can't like him too much. I, yeah. He doesn't even have the bass right now, and he's still just like crushing it. He usually has a bass, you know. He's an incredible bass player. Oh really? Oh yeah, fantastic. That's cool. Yeah. I don't I know much that. about Ty Dolla Sign. I don't either. I know he's on. A, he's featured on a lot of songs I like, but I've never really mm. listened to him. Yeah, um, yeah. A lot of songs you can tell he's like the dude. Like he'll come in the studio and do like a verse, and then do like he'll sing a little bit of the hook or like a like mm-hmm. a background vocal, and then he'll play bass. Like he's that like Swiss Army knife type dude that you know. Like cats like Kid Cudi and Kanye and shit like love like working with a dude like Ty because he's so like adept. Um, yeah. Like Thundercat, kind of, you know? Like Thundercat can come oh, into a session yeah. and just like do like 10 things and make your song. Or Steve Lacey, who I'll have later on the list, like same thing. Going you know, like, going back to Thundercat, though, he's on one of the uh, Kalani songs as well. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I bet oh, really? That's fire. Nice. I bet that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's another guy. He's just too sexy for his own good, these guys. I mean, they're like, <laughs> Cuddy, too. Cuddy, too. Like, I don't know if you've seen Cuddy without his shirt on. Like, this guy is like a, a fucking Greek god. <laughs> He's like, I'm like, oh, you're a stoner, but you have like a nine pack and you're just like <laughs> chilling. You know, I'm like, all right, like, damn. <laughs> uh, good stuff, man. This good is picks. tight. This is like spacey. Mm, which is yeah. cool. Uh, yeah. Like space rap. Totally. That's like his thing, right? Man on the moon. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a spacey stoner. Yeah. (laughs) Spacing and dreamy and, Mm. which we need more of in like this kind of like, like, like black music and stuff like just more like the psychedelic sun raw. Like it's always been a part of the music. So like the more embrace I think is just dope. Yeah. Eric's picks are smooth, man. Yeah, man. That's like three smooth ass songs in a row. <laughs> Eric's got the panty droppers, bro. <laughs> this, is my new, this is my new, this is my new, like, 
Turn the lights down low playlist, bro. Yeah. Eric's contribution. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. This um, is a cool performance, too. This is a really Yeah, I haven't cool seen this performance before. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're just kind of sitting there, but, like, it's the whole experience. Oh, 100%. Yeah, totally. Um, I don't know if you guys were familiar with... Uh, he did the record with Kanye West. I don't know where their relationship is at right now because they're like kind of always just like they're, they've come out and talk shit about each other. Con- yeah, they're always like Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi called him a dinosaur. I, I think That's I just hilarious. saw something about That's Kid Cudi hilarious. cutting ties with him. That's yeah, Kid Cudi cut ties with them actually a little while ago because oh, of the really? whole because of the whole Pete Davidson thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, Con- he was Kanye like, was I'm mad that he this. wouldn't be stop being friends with. Pete Davidson, but he's like, I've been friends with Pete Davidson for years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is fair, I think. Like, right? Like, you have a beef with this dude, and like, come on, man. Like, you know, like, yeah, like, you've helped me out in my career, but I don't have to like follow you and like die on your sword forever. Yeah, 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 yeah but think, at, the, yeah. at the same time, though, Cuddy has helped Kanye out in his career. Like, anyway, heartbreaks. Oh. Like, mm-hmm. hell <laughs> yeah. Hell yes. And like, and just even in the background, like writing and just kind of being that dude, like I know that um, Cuddy's always kind of been involved, right? Like, from yeah, the if you, you just add Cuddy's hum to any song and I'll listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, Danny, I'm trying to pull up my, uh, okay, this next one. I just, um, the internet, I'm doing a lot of things at once, I think, on my Comcast. But I'm right there. Give me one sec. Here it is. Copy. No problem. See, I'm getting this. Yeah, the watch together, I think, is like a good. Um, it's a nice, like, balance to like do it correctly. I think it's pretty cool. I just, I the one thing I, it doesn't do for me is record the audio into GarageBand, so I have to like rip. The oh sure, the tube and yeah, drop them in. of course, of course, yeah. There's a way you can do it. I just haven't figured it out. If anybody knows. And is still listening uh-huh. to this podcast? Let me know. Yeah, we'll get. It's going to be a long ass episode. No, I love it. Um, <laughs> I just put that in uh, the watch together. I don't know if you can cue it up, but uh, my next uh, track, Blacktop. You seeing it? Oh, this is yeah, yeah, yes, yes, sir. Oh, from the okay. new yeah, yeah, yes. Um, this is a band I have never really listened to, except for no raps. way. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, then we're doing a five songs or less with okay. my wife. She's the okay. ultimate. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. I can't do it is justice. It, is that the I song think- song name Blacktop? This is the song. Yeah, um, this okay. is off their brand new album, which just came out like last month. Um, yeah, and this is like the slow, like kind of like brooding song which they always kind of do you know they do like a dancing number and then like a slow number um but i know the like you can't hear it so well but this is a definite like headphone listen you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and if you can i don't know like what your headphone scenario is like but if you can do like uh spatial audio like on apple music this is on spatial audio and like it's really cool you can like nice I, I've been a few of these songs have been on the spatial audio and Apple Music, and like, it's just like a cool experience and just hearing it so like hi-fi and like yeah, every yeah, little yeah. detail is really really nice. Because um, their vocal performances, I mean, to me like these notes like 
they're just so pure and so organic and like so like a true singer after hella years like practicing and like going through all the gauntlets of being a like working musician yeah to just be like look at me you know and i can write this beautiful simple song with three instruments and and carry it with my voice and little yeah. melodies and i love that about them and i love her totally yeah, I've never really, I've known the name forever, but I've never mm. really actually listened to them. I think the only song I listened to is A-Track did a remix of them years ago. Oh. And I think that was, I think that was the only one I've ever listened to. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. They've had some bangers. They've always kind of been around, you know, like um, they came in on the wave in New York of like The Strokes and um, Interpol. They were right there. And LC yeah. Sounds. LCD sound system and like they were riding that wave they were right there um but I mean you know being a female fronted band in the music industry whether it's in Mm -hmm. rap or rock or whatever you're in like it's not easy you know and they're trying to make you a sex symbol no matter what yeah they just try to take your look and make it all about that and then like you know they just try to put you in these different like realms that maybe you don't want to be in and um yeah I just think they've always like adapted and found their niche and like made really rad records and um the guitar player is like your prototypical guitar nerd a bunch of pedals mm-hmm. a roland space echo analog like tape delay like um like a nick reinhardt type you know yeah 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 um, he did a cool band with um members of blood brothers and the locust called oh uh, he- head wound city oh like i haven't like heard a, it screamo scrams do you know that one eric yeah, I used to have one of their albums on vinyl. The 10 inch? Th- yeah, was it a picture disc? Was that the one I'm thinking of? Uh, I think else? it was yellow, but they mm. might have done a picture disc as well. Okay, I'm in my head I'm picturing like a clear uh, album with like mm-hmm. a tooth. No, that's whole, that was Holy Molar. Yeah, yeah, hence yeah. The, hence, the, hence the tooth. Hence the tooth, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love it. No, I had something of theirs on vinyl. Yeah, they had they have like an EP and then album come out like way 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 later. Um, but it's good, interesting, it's similar to that like Blood Brothers Locust kind of vein. Yeah, cool. love Screaming it. And fast. For, for this album, is it all kind of slower like this? No, it's actually like quite eclectic. There's like um, there's some really good like big sounding like produced songs that you might hear on a movie soundtrack, and then. There's some like bangers. There's some like dancey type, like Robin type numbers for sure, okay, um, which okay. they always kind of do. I was thinking because that song reminded me a lot of like a like Purity Ring or a yeah. Crystal Castles. Yes. Oh shit. Yes. I, that it's funny you just said Purity Ring because I I have a playlist of them that I was going to ask you if you wanted to do, but it sounds like you already know them. Yeah, I've I've seen them I've I've seen them live actually. They put on oh, a sick, cool sick, show. Sick, yeah, nice, nice. I'm doing that with Nate soon. Actually, I think oh this nice, week we're gonna yeah. record that. Yeah, I love they're cool. Purity I, like, I love. No, do them. you? Do you? They're so good. Yeah, fuck, they're nice. amazing. I think they're like a duo, right? Just the singer mm-hmm. and the I think so. makes all the beats. Yeah, like Crystal Castles kind of. Um, yeah. Mm. No, you're totally right, and I think like. I don't want to like shut them out too hard, but I think yeah, yeah, yeahs were definitely like an inspiration on like Crystal Castles and like all those bands, you know. Totally, um, totally. I can, we were I can just definitely Karen, see they've been around. O. Yeah, dude, just Karen O. Like 
funnily enough, we were listening the other day in the car to uh, MIA and I was like, mm. <laughs> and I was just like thinking back to when MIA came out and I was like, mm. oh fuck, people like Karen O are probably so bummed, like in their heart, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, they're like, this is so good, but they're like, fuck, I'm like not relevant, you know, like, yeah. cause yeah. like, and like Regina Spector maybe, like they're just like, holy shit, like here's this lady and it's like doing everything and it's so good. Um, and so maybe that's part of it. It's like the wave, you know, like, mm-hmm. but they've definitely found success with Spike Jones and like making yeah. money off like soundtracks or whatever they're doing. Um, and yeah, good for them. I don't know. They're a cool band. And I was happy yeah, to see them like coming really back. Good song. Awesome. Yeah. I'm definitely, that's, I'm definitely adding that to my, my playlist. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. I'm stoked. That's all I want. Mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eric, what's next? Number four for you. So it doesn't. It's just the audio on this one, but okay. uh, the cool ki- cool kids the ah. album is before 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 shit got weird. I absolutely fucking love the cool kids. Yeah. All right, here we go. Hell yeah. Hey, I don't give a fuck. All of them. Straight up. Hey, hey, hey. You fuck with I love the cool kids because they're it's uh Mikey rocks and Chuck English. Okay. So they're they're just two fucking nerds, basically. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh, on the first one that came out, the bake sale, they're rapping about like they make their Star Wars references. They're talking about uh, riding BM- BMX bikes, like. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah! <laughs> hell yeah! I love that. And this is like they were like they came out as far as I remember. Like the cool kids were like at the beginning kind of of like this wave like before like odd future even you know what i mean like kind of yeah they were right in that that blog era that i've talked to yeah yeah like pro era yeah there were some of the the first ones that i knew of at least in that whole blog era that were just coming out yeah a hundred percent and like from what I know, they're like from LA, right? Like they're like LA dudes, and um, a lot of I stuff that came Chicago. after them. Oh, is this Chicago? Oh, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. You're right. That's 100 percent right. I forgot about that. Um, and I, I, I like this album because they bring back uh, skits. Okay. Okay. A lot of hip hop albums used to all have skits, and so they they bring that they bring that back. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love a good skit, dude. I mean, that's like that's a staple of hip hop, and you're totally right. Like, why do we not do more skits? Why is that still not like something that's super active in our hip hop culture? Like, it should be there, you know? <laughs> yeah, there's one. It's like the uh, you know the the movie intro. They're, they're talking about like Fandango and stuff, and there's yeah. they're talking about the movie coming out, of, you know, for this, and it's I just love that whole skit. It's talking about you got to pre-order your tickets because yeah, <laughs> that's so sad. Um, what I like about this song specifically is like, um, it's got like that old like '80s like the you know what I mean like just like that little 808 super 808 beat like. Just like brings yeah, me back to just all their, yeah, all their music was very reminiscent of you know eighties and early nineties, especially if you go back to their first one, the Bake Sale. The, the Bake uh, Sale is hundred percent like you know eighties, early nineties hip hop on there. Chicago's been a lost and hidden factor, I think, in hip hop history. Like, I mean, I know they get their shine. I mean, Kanye West, Common Sense. I mean, obviously, like 
two of the biggest stars in hip hop history. But uh, I still think they're overlooked, and I still think things like uh, Crucial Conflict, obviously like this era, this stuff right here, like people forget like how good Chicago or even just the Midwest in general, like Cleveland with Bone Thugs and all the different groups and Freddie Gibbs or whatever. Like there's Michigan, like there's so much good music. Um, and me and Danny have talked about like my love for hip hop being very regional. Like I fall in love with different regions of hip hop at different times where I'm listening to like shit from Kansas city and I'm listening to tech nine or whatever, you know, and then I'm listening to like stuff from like Flint, Michigan, you know, and just like heavily into like what they're saying in Flint, Michigan. Like that's the beauty of hip hop. And I think like other forms of genres of music, sometimes like, it lacks it a little bit that like hometown feel you know yeah yeah mm-hmm. nice it's a good one man but they also on one of these songs they bring back uh active i don't know if you're familiar mm-hmm. with them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they're on uh triumph two they they come back out for that song and that's another band that i or group that i absolutely love yeah yeah, dude. Same era, right? Pactive. I mean, like, yeah. kids Pactive. Like, that is, I was working at Dimple when that shit started popping off, and I was behind it. You know, like, I didn't mm-hmm. really, I missed the train on it. And then, so now I, I love to play catch up, though. I love to just, like, hey, okay, well, what's yeah, next? Totally. You know, like, what do we, what do we have? Yeah. Um, let me get my link for you, Danny, right now. Yeah, I was in San Francisco when that blog era came out. So if I wasn't walking Ooh. around the city, I was I was sitting in front of my computer, like just digging for new music. <laughs> <laughs> so like, okay, so in this era in San Francisco, when you're there, and it's the blog era, as you're saying, like what what would be the means? Like what? How would you ingest this music? Would it be like iTunes, or would it be still like? Are you still doing like like LimeWire? No, this is after LimeWire. No, it right? would it would be. Uh, Blogs on there would have, you know, the Mediafire links Medium on that. So you just, I would just download yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, like what? It's like two. The only website I can still remember is what Two Dope Boys. Yep. I would go yep. on there, and they would, you know, every day they'd have new stuff, and then Datpiff, of course. Of course, yeah. World would Worldstar be a resource for you back then, or no? No, Not that was just fight videos and like. Wild yeah, shit. back then it was it was literally just fight videos. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> and just people being wild. <laughs> yeah, just ignorant shit. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I had a long talk with my kids today about ignorant shit. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. like, like, yeah, like you could you could say this, but mm-hmm. you sound fucking ignorant. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, you have to recognize, like, because you know, like, we were talking about different words that people use, and like whether it's F bomb or any bomb, you know? And it's like, yeah, I mean, you know, because we listen to rap music and, um, obviously the language can be coarse, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then my kids are smart and they fucking listen to every word. Right. And I try to like filter out the stuff that's really bad and just not good for kids, you know? Um, (laughs) yeah, but we might listen to like this 21 Savage song that's coming on next, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, he's talking about, he's saying the N word a bunch, you know? And then I have to explain to my kids, like, well, you know, like, it's okay. Like, they can say it. It's part of their vocabulary. I'm like, but it doesn't really make you sound, you know what I mean? I'm like, it's like saying the F word a bunch, you know? You're not going to sound like, 
you're gonna put your point's not gonna get made as well you know what i mean so I, totally, the, totally. But it's a balance you know and like and then it's like but you can't say it don't fucking say it you know don't, I mean? ever. <laughs> don't ever say it yeah exactly i'm like even if like whatever the situation may be like don't say it i don't um, i don't care if you're singing along I don't exactly care if you're just talking exactly no. um but it yeah. is interesting yeah yeah my daughter still yells at me if she hears me say cuss word <laughs> really <laughs> yeah I love that. yeah she's she's 11 and she'll hear me like if i'm talking on the phone or something i cuss words she'll be like dad <laughs> that's so funny yeah that's yeah. hilarious <laughs> they're so like in tune with language especially mm-hmm. this new generation mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they're like language matters word ma- words matter like what you say has impact and like which i think is dope because like our yes. generation it was like I'll fucking say anything. You know what I mean? Yes, <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <sighs> anyway, 21 Savage, huh? <laughs> Here we go. Yes, this is my wild card, all right? Um, and let me give a little, like, before you start it, let okay. me, like, give a little background. So, I know we talked about Drake, and you guys don't like Drake, and me and Drake. <laughs> I don't know if I don't like Drake. Okay, you don't, don't know, know yet. If, See, I'm on, yeah. I might, okay. But, okay, so there's a thing about, um, a Drake record, right? It's very like formulaic, right? Like you'll have like your um, Hotline Bling or something like that, or God's Plan. Like your very like radio friendly song that mm-hmm. everyone's gonna be like doing uh, Soul Cycle to or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? <laughs> right? Like Peloton and shit. Yeah, Peloton, exactly. Um, and then you have like uh, your like Drake, like cultural appropriation song, like him mm-hmm. like. I'm going to do this one in a patois or like, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like fucking British for this one. Right. Or I'm going to be from the Caribbean or whatever it may be. But then always hidden on every Drake record, usually towards the end, kind of like sandwiched in there at the end is this one track. That's like the beats slow and down tempo, but fire like the beats, like driving, but down tempo, if I can explain that correctly. And Drake is barring the fuck out like he's just (laughs) bars like let me like tell you about my like semi-privileged childhood in toronto but make it sound super cool you know what i mean (laughs) like like, right and like this is a a signature move it's a finishing Uh move for a drake record so fast forward this drake and 21 savage record comes out this year um 20 and savage is one of my favorite rappers i think he's like very like conflicted but just a cool rapper with like a cool identity and very much himself regardless of what that may mean um Mm -hmm. and so the records like them going back and forth and doing like uh couture kind of rap like about girls and dumb shit or drugs Mm -hmm. or whatever but then at the end they have the down tempo uh storytelling track but Drake's yeah. not on it. It's just 21 Savage uh-huh. rapping all low key and down tempo and just telling his story about like coming up in Atlanta or whatever um, mm-hmm. and like his life. So, yeah, with that, like, yeah, okay, give, it a, okay. give it a roll. Let's play that. 3 a.m. on Glenwood. All right. So Drake had two albums this year. Is that correct? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he had okay. the weird like. Well, European records and this one, I believe. Yeah. I heard a bit of his other record this year. Mm. Mm. 
Um, and I was like, he, he and Beyonce both had that similar kind of like old club kid sound. Yeah. On their records. And I was yeah. like, Beyonce kind of did this better drink. Way better. <laughs> uh, I was not feeling the new drink. The yeah. one that was like the studio record. I, I thought that was a swing and a miss for him, which he does, you know? I mean, you know, when you're putting out two records a year, I guess you're going to do it. But, um, and, and on his records, it can be a lot of misses and then like a few hits, you know? And, uh, that's what I generally like about him. It's just kind of like fun and not too. He doesn't take himself too seriously. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he has a giant ego, but, um, the music's still kind of fun and like to me why i mainly like it is um it's a bit international which i really like because he's like canadian and from toronto and um actually like where he's from in toronto my cousin's from and i've sp- I spent two summers there um my cousin's from mississauga which is where uh abel testify the weekend is from um, oh. the same area like it would be like Roseville or Antelope or whatever right um, and Drake is very adjacent to Mississauga like the next area over basically so there is a bit of like that worldly like world music to it like the cultural appropriation in a way but also like yo in like Toronto in a city like Toronto or Los Angeles like everything's cultural appropriation you know you're like eating the best food you're like wearing the shit you know like it's all there all the culture is there and um it's hard to see in a place like sacramento sometimes you know yeah but um if you're in berkeley or if you're in um seattle if you're in toronto or los angeles and different districts koreatown little armenia whatever it may be like Mm -hmm. there's a cultural aspect that like bleeds over and i think like even in some of eric's music like you f- like Kelani like has like an island vibe. It's like Oakland shit, but she's like part Hawaiian, so it's like <laughs> that feel is there, you know. And I think that is cool <laughs> about uh, rap music and like hip hop music because you can embody a lot of worldly global shit. Yeah, Eric, do you know Twenty One Savage? Do you I know do. Twenty One Savage. I was. I don't listen to him a lot, but I've. I. I don't turn him off. Yeah. When he comes nice. on, you know what I yeah. mean? Like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember. There's there's two or three songs by him that I actually really like. I can't remember what they are, but that sounded um, cool. It was very like slow, down tempo, and of, like we got a lot of down tempo hip hop going on. One hundred percent, and like I think lyrically, <laughs> like when you if you like slow it down and like listen to what he's saying, it's like really, really sincere. Mm-hmm. It's like really heartfelt. It's like about his brother dying and his best friend dying, oh, and like. Shit. Um, and just his life and like how people like think when you're a gangster, like you're like kryptonite. He even says that, like you think my heart is kryptonite, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I just, I, I, I love when music and artists can like kind of like peel back the onion and just kind of like show like, Hey, like I'm just a human being and I'm just like a normal ass dude. And like, mm-hmm. I am struggling with my kids or my woman or like the loss of a family member that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think it gets lost and people are like, they only hear the club shit and they're like, oh, this dude's just like a bang, bang, shoot him up, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, he's from England. 
You know, 28 oh, really? Savage is from England. He's a, like a, a yeah. immigrant to America, to Atlanta. He moved to Atlanta when he's like yeah. 10 and in the worst area of Atlanta, like where, where Young Thug lives and stuff. And like, so he has both like backgrounds. Didn't he have some visa issues a few years ago where he got, he got deported or couldn't come in the States or something? Yeah, he got deported back to England. He had like been involved in something. I don't know if someone got killed or something, but like he, yeah, he had like, shit from when he was in england when he's a kid and his visa was revoked yeah and like it was around the time where like slick rick's visa was revoked and he was like in england and mf doom's visa was revoked because he's like really haitian and he was in england and like couldn't come back into the states there was like an era where like a bunch of dudes in hip-hop were like it was like the fucking i don't even remember it might have been the obama era who knows (laughs) but like yeah it it was because i was I was going to bring up because Obama just put out his uh, top mm. songs. And ironically enough, one of the songs he had on there featured MF Doom. <laughs> wow. And he couldn't, and MF Doom couldn't come back to New York <laughs> because of Dude. his yeah, immigration yeah, yeah. status. It's super <laughs> fucked up. Like, I think he died overseas. <laughs> MF Doom. I don't know. Yeah, he never he came back. Not. He never came back to the, the and States. And his kids are that. here and, like, it's just, it's fucked up. I mean, Jesus. But, yeah. like, it kind of shows you, like, also, like, fuck man like being a black man in america like you can get fucked over like overseas too you know what i mean like, like never come back yeah. you know what I mean? like fuck it's yeah. slick rick bro he's a national icon you know it's it's doom it's fucking mf doom like he's a hero he's on mount rushmore of underground rappers and it's like um it's fucked up yeah but 21 same thing yeah and and then he got like exposed and people were like you ain't shit bro like you fake as fuck like you try to claim you're from like this area of atlanta blah 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 like you ain't real and he had to be like no i'm really from out here and like i really i've had the worst of both worlds i was like a poor (laughs) like like haitian person or whatever i think he's like jamaican or haitian uh from england and Mm. they have a hard time like african immigrants and stuff have a really hard time in europe you know yeah 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 interesting yeah uh all right eric number one number number one reason you hate drake all right (laughs) the this is the king of the cocaine flow and the guy that absolutely destroyed drake oh shit okay in his uh his diss battle yeah okay Push a T. <laughs> this came out this year. My all time. Yeah. This is my all time favorite artist. Oh. Push a T. A monster. A legend in the game. This, he also, he's no longer the president of uh, good music. That's right. He is, he has cut, and he has cut ties completely with Kanye. Oh, Good. Shit. Probably very warranted. Which is crazy because. Which is crazy because those guys like were inseparable for a while. Half this album, half this album is Pharrell. The other half is Kanye uh, producing. Uh, what a dream! I mean, what talk about like playing basketball and just passing the ball back and forth? It's like, <laughs> well, he's he's been he grew up with uh, Pharrell. Mm, yeah. So Pharrell did all did all of their stuff with the clips. Oh, uh, this is such a Pharrell beat. Yes. This is such like. Yeah, Pharrell might be my favorite producer in hip hop history. Honestly, like oh, wow. no all, all fucking time. lie, bro. Like 
Nobody makes me move like Pharrell. Like right now, I can't. I'm like bouncing around like I can't. It's just the way. And it's, and it's not even just. It's not even just hip hop though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's even done like pop oh, stuff. He's he's remixed Britney Spears. Yeah. Like I'm happy. Nine five. Like Daft Punk. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's any he, and he's a vampire. He just like never ages. Yeah. He's such a beautiful man forever. You're like, why? Why am I aging so terribly and you are like a fucking vampire? I am am not not afraid to admit I have a man crush on Pharrell. Oh, yeah. I think every human being should. Like, if you don't have a crush on, like, a person like Pharrell, like, what's wrong with you? Like, yeah, he's smooth. And the other day, Clips, Lord Willen, came on my mix and... I was just in awe, dude. Like, as a producer, a so-called wannabe producer, like, come on, this is God. Pharrell and Chad Hugo, <laughs> like the Neptunes, yeah, they are God-like figures to producers. Like, them, Timbaland. I mean, it's Mount Rushmore. Dre, Yay, maybe Dilla, maybe Dilla. You know what I mean? Like, it's Mount Rushmore. I'd, I'd put, I'd put Dilla in there. Uh, yeah, I would. Who else would you? Who's your top five producers? That's a good one. Put you on the spot. I have to put the Alchemist up there. Ooh, ooh, Al. Al is just one of the greatest of all time. Just Blaze. And then, of course, yeah, Timbaland. You can't put down Timbaland. Swiss Beats. Like. Yeah, Swizzy. Timbaland, I yeah. feel, is like almost locked in. But then you talk about people like Primo, DJ Premier. You know what I mean? Like... It, it's hard when you get the guys that haven't been active mm-hmm. versus the guys mm-hmm. that are still active. Still crushing it. Still like, uh, I mean, Kanye West is, in my opinion, is on Mount Rushmore of hip hop producers. I mean, maybe yeah. just because he's one of my favorites of all time, and I hate everything he stands for now, and he sucks. But like, hip hop producers, like, I don't know. It's hard for me to front on it. You know, it really is. Yeah, and that's that's part of why I picked this song over Diet Coke, mm. just because of everything with yeah, Kanye yeah. right now. <laughs> it's so hard, man. Yeah, you can't deny like him, like pushing hip hop and having a distinct style and a distinct style that's really fucking good. Like yeah. no matter how shitty he is, or like uh, I used to be really into the to the band Brand New, and then a bunch of stuff mm. came up uh, about that singer. Yeah. And like I, I can't deny that like I fucking love those songs, and yeah, they are extremely inf- influential on like that world. But mm. I won't fuck with them anymore. Like I won't touch that shit. But yeah, like Kanye, he fucking sucks. But yeah, he can make a good beat. <laughs> yeah, and part of it is half of my stuff that I listen to, even if he's not on it, he still produced mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. kids, see, like kid. Like kids see ghosts. Yeah. I listen to that all the time. I almost brought that up earlier when you played Cuddy because I just it was like on the tip of my tongue. Like, did you hear Kids See Ghosts? How'd you feel about it? Because like <laughs> Cuddy, Yay, and Haruki Murakami, who's like just an incredible freaking uh, artist, you know, and yeah, mm-hmm. just amazing, amazing, mm-hmm. yeah, amazing stuff. So speaking of pushing T, pushing a push T and Drake, did you hear the story of Adidon? I did hear the story of Adidon, and of course, the, all the drama <laughs> and the Instagram shit or whatever with the French porn star <laughs> lady and just the whole thing and the kid. Uh, to me, like, 
I don't know if you know this about me, but like I came up in hip hop. I was an MC. Like I rapped. I battled. Plus, uh, lush. yeah, and I've like battled Monty Bush and like Matt Kim and like a lot of rappers. Doey Rock. I battled all those dudes. Um, and look, man, if you rap, if you want to be in hip hop, like you have to battle somebody. You cannot. It's a it's like a joust. It's like you're a knight in Game of Thrones, <laughs> right? You can't like not do the joust, do the tilt. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you have to, and like that is how it is in rap, man. And so like Pusha just it was daggers, man. I mean, how when someone's on some shit like Pusha was on, like you're fucked, Drake. You can't say anything. Like you tried, and the response <laughs> was not bad, but like he got bodied, and he knew it, and like. Kanye West exploited that because he like used it for his own personal gain on his record, which was shitty. And maybe that has something mm. to do with the disillusion of good music. And, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure the whole stepping down from uh, good music, how recently that mm. was. I'm, I'm assuming it was right around the same time that, you know, everything went down with, with Kanye, yeah. but yeah, to step down as the president of a record yeah. label, is kind of a, it's a big move. <laughs> a big deal there, yeah. Yeah, and a successful one at that. <laughs> but he's, mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's doing something with De- Def Jam. I forget exactly what it is. So he's still, you know, in the industry mm-hmm. and like, you know, on the that side of it too. But oh, dude, I mean, he, he the longevity is just clutch with the guy. I don't. I'm googling it right now. Uh, how old the man is? I don't even know. Born 1977. He's my brother's age. He's 46. Going to be. Oh, okay. um, that's. He got a gray hairline. The braids are still popping. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the dude. Yeah, he, he he's had those he's had those braids for like thirty years now. <laughs> it's his signature braids. What happened to Malice? Is Malice around? I never hear about Malice. I never hear like what he's he, doing. He he found Jesus. Oh. So he goes he goes by no he goes by no Malice oh. now, which is why you'll never. Oh. Which is why you'll never have a clips reunion. Wow, this is not a real clips. They came out. Kanye, I think it was Kanye, got the clips together, but it wasn't quite the clips because Malice, you know, he wasn't singing about what he used to sing about. So it's not quite the same. West Virginia cocaine rap, right? I mean, (laughs) that's where they're from, right? West Virginia. Like, I mean, yeah, Virginia Beach, Virginia, bro. I mean, this shit. Like, look. My favorite television show, bar none, Ask My Kids, Ask My Wife, is The First 48. The First 48 is the greatest television show ever made because uh, it's so real. And, like, I don't know if Virginia Beach has been on it, but it's 100% the kind of place that would be on The First 48. You know what I mean? Like, an episode. Like, they're detectives. Like, Well, uh, that festival that uh, Pharrell does, Something in the Water, mm-hmm. they they he pulled it from Virginia because was it his cousin, his cousin or someone uh, was involved in a police brutality and got killed. Oh, wow. And wow. it was, it was a big deal. Oh, I, 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 yeah, and so yeah, he yeah. pulled the festival from Virginia because mm-hmm. of that. Wow. Just because, you know, the, the state didn't really yeah, do anything yeah, about of the course. case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Was that your last one? Yeah. Is that, is that it? I think I did all mine, yeah? No, you got one more, don't you? Oh, do I have one no, more? No, you, okay. you should have yeah, one you more. Got... Let me go to my uh, list. Sorry, let me go to YouTube. Um, I thought that was the last one. But I want to say, put if that album if that album doesn't win Rap Album of the Year, Ooh. 
I don't believe in the system. Do they? Do they have a metric? Do they? Just like they, they have that rap album of the year. Like who would be the person that would be like deciding? We that? talking like the Grammys? Source? Or are we talking? Yeah, like, Grammys. Yeah, I guess. Like, yeah, it'd be like yeah. Grammys. Yeah, best rap album. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, sorry, let me bring up this link. Just give me one second. Like I said, my internet's a little spotty. It's funny because I saw. I saw Pusha T when uh, Daytona came out, Ooh. and so one of the one of the shirts that I bought at the tour it was just the front just said Pusha T Daytona World Tour, and the back of it just on the back really big it said Rap Album of the Year. Uh, <laughs> it has to be, bro. It has to be. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have my song here. I have my song. Let me bring it up. What do we got? Copy. What do we got? And okay, this is my last song of the year, and I'm really happy. Actually, you know what? I didn't like plan this out, and. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm really happy that this ended up being the last song I did because I am really into it. This is like a visualizer video. Okay. I don't know what that means exactly, but I guess let's that's just what that um, check it out. The West Side Gun one said it was visualizer. Oh, as cool, well. cool. Just like moves cool. or some shit. Uh, this is Steve Lacey and Steve Lacey um, okay. of the Internet and Odd <laughs> yes. Future. Um, the internet, the band with his sister. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was on Odd Future originally. They're like kind of the funk duo on Odd Future. Okay. So like there was like Frank Ocean doing R and B, and then these guys doing this kind of like thing, and then the rappers with Earl Sweatshirt and Tyler and mm-hmm. uh, some of the other guys. I but honestly, I didn't know the internet was part of Odd Future. Oh yeah, they're original founding members of Odd Future, and. Steve got really popular because he was featured in like an Apple ad and got a highlight on a bunch of stuff because he was working with Kanye West and he was creating everything on GarageBand on his iPhone. This is like a 2008 iPhone 8 Mm -hmm. where GarageBand probably was the first time GarageBand was even on an iPhone. (laughs) Um, And he was making whole songs and producing songs for Beyonce and producing songs for Jay-Z and producing oh, songs for just amazing, huge mm-hmm. artists with an iPhone. Um, and recently I saw that his iPhone has been inducted into the Smithsonian as a relic <laughs> uh, that he created wow. all these songs with. And I will find it. There's a YouTube clip of like a little thing he did where basically uh, he talked about his process and recording. And uh, he's an incredibly accomplished bass player, guitar player, drummer producer mm-hmm. and singer he does everything he all this is self-produced and uh he's just a genius man and like he was on an obama playlist a few years ago you know what i mean <laughs> like the guy is like everybody knows what he's doing but like he's just amazing and he put out a record this year um gemini uh, i can't remember gemini something and gemini writes and gemini writes like it's on everyone's top of the year album playlist and the single like came up on my Apple TV where like, it's like, here, listen to this, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know if you've seen it, but like he, they're dressed up like the dead Kennedys from give me a convenience to give me death with the tie white shirt, long black tie and an S. So the tie forms the money symbol. Interesting. And that was like what the dead Kennedys had in all their videos back yeah. then. And so it's an obvious homage to a Bay Area band, the Dead Kennedys. He's like California guy from LA, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Play it and uh, see if you like this. This is this yeah. is dope shit. This is my favorite song off his album. This song is called Helmet. Oh, yeah. I've been 
I started listening to this album. I had no idea who he was. I, it just came up on a few. Oh, I love that. A few people saying like this that it was good. Yeah. Yeah, it was a few like a month ago, I think. It's a song one. It, I mean, it's a short one. It's three minutes. But it's very like. Sounds like some Motown shit almost, you know? Yeah. <laughs> mm, the whole record has different vibes, and but this is my favorite joint off of it because, like, I like so much music that's, like, from, like, almost a derivative of, like, shit like this. You know, mm-hmm. like, ma- like, even with hip-hop, like, samples and shit, like, made to sound like this. But I love the originality of, like, I'm doing it, but it's like its own bounce and vibe, and like yeah. there's obviously samples going on, but he's also playing live and and just singing his ass off and yeah, just listen to the guitar. Simple, but it's got like tone. a very '60s or early '70s vibe to it. Yeah, sick. like Fifth Dimension or like mm-hmm. Shaka Khan or something almost, or the uh, Tower of Power. Yeah, vibes. This is going on Eric's uh, panty dropper playlist. <laughs> right? Put some use on it. Yep, yeah. Yep, this will be added to a playlist. <laughs> yeah. It's a cool, this is a cool visualizer, actually. It's yeah, very like spinner. <laughs> it's very like David Lynch. Like. <laughs> I love it. Um, Odd Future is one of my favorite groups of all time and um, me being who I am, I love music I love skateboarding, I love art and um, Odd Future is a beautiful like culmination of all those things I think and working with uh, companies like Supreme and Illegal Civilization um, to create and Trash Talk from Sacramento, one of my favorite Mm -hmm. fucking bands of all time um, to create this real like LA Sacramento kind of vibe and like representational in my opinion you know yeah. like um, when Earl Sweatshirt came out and Tyler the Creator came out like they lived in Natomas really they lived in South Natomas that's why they're so down with Trash Talk because Trash no Talk is an idea yeah bro because Trash Talk is from South Natomas and the the gang was like Trash Talk Earl and um, Tyler and Tyler lived in Natomas and fucking he raps about it on the first Earl record he raps about it a ton and he raps about like Northgate and all this shit and fucking like so to me like that's skateboard culture that's hip hop culture Mm -hmm. Um, it was all interconnected and like Frank Ocean came from that you know Grammy winning artist Frank Ocean came from that (laughs) shit you know like it's fucking amazing and we're blessed man and like so like People I came up with in the hip hop scene, like C Plus, Cap, uh, Nicotine, um, hip hop dudes from South and Thomas, they knew all these mm-hmm. dudes. Trash Talk's down with them. Like, they're down with Sack still. They're in LA, they've been for a long time, but like, they love Sack. Mm-hmm. And like, we, you cut your teeth here a lot, you know? You get tough here. Sure, sure, you, sure. You get fucking tough here, you know? Like, you, you, you yeah. like, you lose some of your like little, 
sad shit here, you know? And then you go to LA. And then you go to LA, right? How many people? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chelsea Chelsea Wolf, Tara Mellos, right? Like mm-hmm. Death Grips. Mm-hmm. Come on. Tara's back though. <laughs> Tara's back. Tara cuz Tara's like a Sacramento. Tara's from like yeah. fucking Carmichael. She's, she's like with the sack through. She's through. with the shit. Like she's a Carmichael <laughs> girl. Like I love Tara to death. Yeah, absolutely. No man. Yeah. That's a good song. I wonder, I'm going to, I feel like every song here, I'm like, I feel like Amanda should listen to this. Ah, I feel like my wife should listen to this. I love that. (laughs) I love that, man. Yeah. Mission accomplished as far as I'm concerned. Hell yeah. Well, I have a uh, playlist for five songs for three or four of the ones that I gave (laughs) that are ready to go. Okay. I was, uh, Eric, uh, I was looking through that original playlist you sent me and you had Birds and Row on there. And mm. I was a little, I was kind of hoping you were going to have Birds and Row on here. If, if I would have gone six, six, they would have been okay, on there. Okay. There's a band that I've never spent a lot of time. I remember when their debut came out and I listened to it a little bit and I was like, okay, this is cool. But it, I've heard so many good things, but I've never like given them the time. So. If you ever got a, I really there. They have a few songs on another one of my kind of default playlists mm-hmm. that I listen to a lot. Okay, if you can come up with five of them, let's talk about it. I'm pretty. I might have started one. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> when I when I get bored, I go through and I just I make a, I go through and I make a playlist of those. So I've literally got probably ten to fifteen of them yeah, ready, yeah, ready yeah. to go. <laughs> I just want to say, like, dude, like, we have, like, a great... This is, like, a little sweet little trifecta we have here, I feel, like, the three of us. Like, I feel like the vibes (laughs) are really good, and um, we should, like, build on this. Like, we should have, like, a five songs or less, maybe, where we all kind of... Especially because, like, Eric's super into hip-hop. Like, I... That expands it for me. Like I can do so much if we're going to talk about hip hop and, and especially if you have a knowledge base and like an understanding kind of, um, where I'm coming from with like the music that I, uh, grew up on and it definitely seems like you do. Yeah. 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 Me too. Hip hop's my, my go-to when I'm listening to music. It's, I've listened to it. I mean, the first, I don't remember the first tape I bought, but the first CD I bought was Doggy Style. Mm. <laughs> Hell first, yeah. First physical CD Hell I ever, yeah. ever bought. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've always been a little hesitant to do hip hop just because I know Danny's not, I know he listens to hip hop, but he's not really uh, into hip hop yeah, yeah, yeah. that much. It's, it's a genre or a branch, I guess I should say, of music that I've not spent a ton of time with. But I'm mm. always like I mm. really enjoyed the Mac Miller playlist. Yeah. Oh, was that, that you? you was me. that you with Mac Miller? Mm-hmm. Oh, I wish I would have been on yeah. that one. And like, yeah. Danny, if you can, if you could forward <laughs> me the playlist, because like, I don't yeah, have a yeah. lot of like experience there. But every time I hear him, I like connect with it, and I'd love to like hear a person who knows what I should be like listening mm-hmm. to. Yeah, please. So please share that with me. I will. I will say if I did go back, I would probably switch out Oyve <laughs> with something else. Yeah, That's I, okay. that I do love, I do love, <laughs> I do love that song. But fr- from that album, I probably would have switched it out to something oh, else. Okay. Uh, you could make a new one with like amendments. <laughs> you can make the new amended playlist and send it. Sure, I'm okay sure, with sure. That. Yeah, you can yeah, add yeah. a sixth or a seven. I, I, you know, 
Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm super stoked on it. And one thing I would say, man, as always, to our just amazing, incredible, gracious host, um, Danny approaches everything with so much grace and so much like just compassion, like to music and like, like he wants to know, like Danny, like if I'm coming with at Danny with like, yo, Danny, like fucking this song, like this is why I feel it. And, and I'm going to explain to you why, like he's never going to be like gatekeeper or like closed off or be like, no dude, like not anymore. Not, not anymore. Well, that's okay. And we, we evolve and we grow, right? Like that's the whole point. Yes, and like, yes, that's to the me, goal. I don't do a lot of this kind of shit, man. And like, so I just want to take a moment in, at the end of 2022 to thank Danny um, for just like this incredible service. I think he does to the community and to like the music scene um, providing something really like genuine and organic and like inclusive where like you always have all kinds of people on your podcast. You're always listening to like all kinds of music. Sometimes I'm like, Danny, what are you listening to on your podcast? You uh, know, but just, that's <laughs> just wait for this up, an upcoming playlist. I listen to, I listened to two and a half songs of an upcoming playlist today, Ooh. and I was like, I gotta listen to something else Ooh, for a little yes. bit. <laughs> we're excited to hear that stuff, just, and like yeah. how your wife is on it, and your friends, and just like all the people around you, and like so. Yeah, if I could just say anything, just like take a moment to thank you, Danny, for what you do and bring yeah. this all together, man. I appreciate that. This is it's so much fucking fun, and this was a lot of fun. Like just listening to you guys talk about like hip hop history and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, it's kind of what my, I kind of pushed toward having both of you on. I thought they would go this way and that's fucking rad. That's sick. Let's do a Kid Cudi episode. I've wanted to listen yes. to Kid Cudi for a while. Okay. Put me on it. Mark uh, me down. Let's. I have to narrow that one down because I've okay. already narrowed Ooh. down like three times. I'm still at like 15 songs. <laughs> Damn. Yes. <laughs> I have a few oh, yeah. that I could throw. Yeah. Cause yeah, man. <laughs> He gets me so excited. He gets me so like happy to be me and live my life sometimes. And I love him for that. Hell yeah. So it won't be on there, but I think mm -hmm. a Cuddy album that Danny, you might like would be mm -hmm. uh, his group wizard. Mm -hmm. W Z R D. It's a little mm -hmm. bit more rock mm -hmm. on there. Okay. I think you okay. would enjoy that one. I mean, I think you'll enjoy kid Cuddy in general, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I can say that one now because that won't be on the, the playlist okay okay sick, <laughs> sick 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 i can hear you sick can you hear us yeah i can hear Lush. you perfectly yeah um okay, thank you guys cool. thank you guys so much for having yeah. me um yeah oh video's back now too. yeah yeah i got my <laughs> other video look at my nice view <laughs> all right <laughs> um it's been an Thanks, honor you man. guys thank you bro i can't this wait to hang out with you so guys much fun can we all just get a beer and Hell smoke yeah. a cigar like let's go I mean, it's it's a long trek for me to. I'm out in Arizona. Oh, are you really? Okay. Hey, yeah. I'm very spontaneous. I'm very spontaneous. I mean, like, I've never been to Arizona. I mean, like, keep talking. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Well, in a, in a few months, I would say don't come out because then it's going to be hot. Real fucking hot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can handle it. I can handle it. Well. Peace, man. It was really great to meet yeah. you, Eric. Like, yeah, man. Out of everything that happened tonight, like, that's probably the best part. So, I'm stoked. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's always fun meeting new people, especially when they're. We can talk hip hop because I don't have a whole <laughs> lot of people I can talk hip hop with. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Hell yeah. Thanks, dudes. Awesome, bro. Thank you. 
I don't know why. It's just, it's just I'm too Apple. I'm too much of an Apple whore, and like, yeah, yeah, they yeah, just own Apple things. Yeah, they like own me, and it gets confused. It's like, <laughs> which device do you want to look at yourself with? 